0: Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. (laughs) Episode 194, your once-week live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm Steve. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or in podcast form over on anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you've never seen the show before, we talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, pop culture, entertainment, usually some Star Trek. We do read all Super Chats on the air so long as they won't get me demonetized. And Mm. we do drink alcohol on the show. And if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know in the chat in the early goings and we'll give some shout outs as we go along. And last but not least, if you want to join the Super Secret Chat and the even more Super Secret After Party, think about joining the Patreon or Floatplane. Links are both down in the video description. (laughs) This (laughs) is-
1: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I did to stop you. I stopped me you. On. I stopped you.
0: <laughs> As a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to my Discord server, where you can chat with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and take part in the ever-growing and awesome community over there. Although, maybe not Steve after that. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. I, 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 I started talking. I you thought are you were, so fired. I, I thought you were done. <laughs> <laughs> and i was gonna i was gonna say something funny and then uh i guess it's, it's not gonna be funny now
0: <laughs> oh well now you have to say it yeah uh,
1: i was i was gonna say that yeah you know our discord's like you know the modern day speakeasy you have to have like the secret the secret knock or this a secret patreon payment yeah, to yeah. get
0: into the 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 you gotta slip knocking. the bartender a couple of yeah. bucks and yeah. the, the craft craft computing speakeasy yeah. uh what the the exclusive. Exclusivity does is it uh, charges the trolls two dollars if they want to come in there? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so
0: if, if you're gonna piss me off, at least I can make a couple of bucks and have a coffee off you. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the show. How's it going, Steve? Uh, it's
1: not not too bad. I'm a little tired, but then when when isn't that the case? I mean, yeah, all the time. <laughs> How about you?
0: Uh, I I'm trying to remember the last point at which I wasn't tired yeah um I'm also trying to remember what my life was like before I had kids I yeah. honestly don't remember what I did
1: yeah <laughs> slept in probably it's why right. you don't remember you just right. a lot of sleeping was going on
0: yeah uh my <laughs> oldest is eight years old uh my wife and I have been married for 15 years mm-hmm. I don't know that I remember the first half yeah. of our marriage like how we spent like day-to-day life
1: yeah it was it was obviously bliss <laughs> oh it
0: was it was great that's why we've been married 15 years yeah exactly you know seven of them happily yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah no i i think before i was married was probably the last time i wasn't tired yeah
1: it's 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 like ancient times to me yeah <laughs> to go get an archaeological dig you know go find some artifacts oh i remember this this is when yeah. i wasn't tired yeah <laughs> We have to put this in a museum.
0: Didn't get past fires in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, it's a bygone era, Steve.
1: <laughs> it definitely is.
0: All right, let's see. We got a couple of uh, of things in the chat. John J drinking a single cut 18 watt IPA to start off the night. Oh, Excellent. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, GI Pilot's got an uh age rate Theory. How do you pronounce that one?
1: I, 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 call, it, I call it Adrian Theory too. Adrian, I, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I
0: thought. I, I always second guess myself when I pronounce it. And no one's know. ever corrected me, which I, usually people are apt to do. It's Ubuntu.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe you have to go to the brewery itself to find the actual pronunciation.
0: Frickin' Shakopee.
1: It's like, <laughs> it's like a quest. It's yeah. a quest to seek the real pronunciation.
0: Anyway, GI is drinking an Adroit Theory. Uh, Sellout Zer. Sell out Zür uh, looks like a uh, hard seltzer. Uh, we got Novella Hub drinking a Clown Shoes Ancient Hills Chocolate Milk Stout aged in bourbon barrels. I don't know uh, that I've ever had a milk stout that's barrel aged.
1: Uh, I have, and they're they're quite delicious. They're I, very very good mouthfeel.
0: Like like, like I went that, that sounds delicious, and I'm like
1: super. It's super creamy. It's it's like really good thick creamy mouthfeel. Nice. And and both Adria Theory and Clown Shoes both make excellent beers. Oh, uh, fantastic! Nine times out of ten, they're they're, they're better than than most. Yes, um, so they're very good.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, Magic's drinking a Redemption Bourbon tonight. Redemption good bourbon. stuff. I've had that. Oh, one. Oh, we got
1: we got Stone. Uh, Michael Stevens drinking a Stone Buena Visa.
0: I haven't seen that one
1: yeah I, i've had it before it's it's a pretty yeah. i think it's a it's a session um considered a session beer <laughs> it's like like a session it. ipa i think 4.7 percent.
0: 4. yeah uh and then we got william drinking a dragon's milk
1: always a good one
0: yep and d hampton's drinking a homebrew pumpkin ale
1: <laughs> oh man i i did that <laughs> john once. getting after it early <laughs> yeah apparently. i know yeah <laughs>
0: John's desperate for anyone to drink his pumpkin ale.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's desperate for anybody <laughs> to drink his beer. Although yeah. I have to say and I think I mentioned this last time, his uh <sighs> Russian Imperial stout his is technically is bourbon barrel aged even though it wasn't aged in a bourbon barrel it was yes. just aged in charred oak chips but uh it, it's delicious. It's honestly really good. John uh, it, makes a
0: good stout and he makes a good tapacha.
1: Yeah. Those are the two that he's done that yeah, got his t- claim to fame, for yeah. being an actually good beer that he's made.
0: Yeah, th- those are the two that I've told John. You could actually bottle this and sell this. Yeah. Like I would not be ashamed to pull this off the shelf and, and mm-hmm. drink it. Definitely. Um, he's had some others that are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As well it's not just some uh, come on now. <laughs> rabbit few. tricks are yeah. for
0: kids. What yeah. was that lucky charms or what the hell was that one? <laughs> what was the cereal one? Oh no, uh did he do a cereal one? Oh no, that was you.
1: That was that was that me. That was yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was okay, so we we did a, a thing with some friends of ours where we did like a, a kind of an iron chef style brewing thing. Uh-huh. Where we wrote up uh three different hops. A a, a big list of hops, a big list of of grains, like specialty grains, and then a big list of specialty ingredients. Mm -hmm. And then we threw three darts at a dart dart (laughs) dartboard. And then uh, based on where it landed, uh, that would be the uh, ingredient that we'd have to use in the beer. And so I think – I can't remember what it was. Oh no! It wasn't it wasn't cereal. It was fig newtons. So I had to put fig newtons in my beer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cereal. It was fig newtons.
0: Someone heard... put cereal. Someone did cereal. I remember. I think someone somebody did somebody
1: cereal. did do cereal. But yeah, we had like all kinds of different weird ingredients to put in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to get into this whale pod because I have a beer opening to do. Oh,
1: nice! I'm a little jealous.
0: Uh-huh. Well, some of these are actually for you. Ah! Even better. Okay, now more yes. excited. Yes. Uh so uh Novella Hub. Uh he really likes to keep this channel fueled. Uh <laughs> and in <laughs> fact many, I'm many uh Yeah, and in fact I'm I'm Uh, going through a couple of ones that have been in my fridge for a while. One of them Novella Hub sent me. The other, I think I bought a while back, but I'm I'm Mm -hmm. trying to dig my stock down a little bit because I've got 12 more bottles that I need to fit in the fridge now. Uh, so thank you, Novella Hub. Uh, I'm sure John and Steve and Rhett and myself will dearly, dearly appreciate these bottles. Um, so we've talked a number of times about how we can get Dragon's Milk Stout, which is- Among my favorite stouts, yep. if not top three, how mm-hmm. uh, we can get that one on the regular for like eight bucks. It's not expensive. It's mm-hmm. it's a phenomenal ten percent imperial stout, fantastic flavor. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing bad about it. Um, however, getting the the Dragon's Milk Reserve stouts is a little more difficult because New, hard. because New Holland that. doesn't ship them. Uh, well. Steve, uh, <laughs> there, there's two bottles in here for each of us. Oh, which kind is it? Uh, we have the Solara, uh, which is the Fodor uh, uh, Aged Ale. Uh, and oh. then we have the Dragon's Milk Reserve, uh, 2021 reserve to double bourbon barrel-aged stout oh. with Madagascar and Indonesian vanilla beans.
1: Madagascar and Indonesian That's like an international vanilla flavoring. Yes. That's super Uh, fancy.
0: So there are four bottles of each in there, two for each of us. Oh, man. Okay, And then this one I have not seen. He said uh, he put a a wild card bottle in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, oh, my man. Oh, boy. Uh, From Fulton Brewing. It is the old-fashioned Sweet Child of Vine IPA Ale with cherry and orange zest mm. aged in Jameson casks.
1: Mm. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> uh, 7.5%. So an old-fashioned IPA.
1: Man, today would have been a good day for me to drive oh, over man. and do an in-studio talking. Oh, <laughs> it should have
0: been, you know, should so, have been today. There's, there's only one of those in here. What's the... Damnedest thing! Ah,
1: uh, see, that's why I should have been there because we could have <laughs> just split it.
0: <laughs> no, there's one each in there for you guys. Oh, okay, all right. right.
1: <laughs> Jamison Cask, man, that's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They made whale pods in nine packs. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I
1: didn't Thank know you, that. Novella Hub. Novella Hub, many blesses.
0: It's gonna be great. He is the absolute man. And. Uh, tell you what. Next up, let's go ahead and open our beer, and then I have mm-hmm. one more box that I need to open. Okay. Um.
1: So oh, we already have a that. we already have a super chat
0: too. Ooh, Ryan with the ten dollars super chat. Thank you very much, Ryan. Built my first NAS, uh, HP Z seven or Z four twenty, uh, with six WD Blue one terabyte two and a half inch drives in a RAID six, uh, storage passed through a. Uh, to a win seven. I have my reasons. VM share on Proxmox synced to Google Drive with our clone for offsite. That is an excellent solution. Uh, The one thing you might want to be a little bit careful on is the WD Blues, uh, the 2.5-inch variants, is I believe those may be SMR-based drives. Um, So if you ever have to rebuild, uh, rewriting the entire rate may take a tad of time, as they say. Uh, but, uh, other than that, that's a pretty solid setup. I do like a a good Z420, uh, system. They are always a, a great choice for, I want something out of the box that has enough power that I can get for, you know, you can pick up motherboards for like 70 (laughs) bucks for like native X79, you know, C612 chipsets. Uh, they're, they're pretty solid boards. But uh, yeah, my one bit of advice would be check out the the WD Blues and uh, see if they are SMR. I believe they are shingled magnetic right. Uh, And uh, just keep an eye on your overall hard drive health. Uh, And if you have any inkling that a drive may be failing, go ahead and swap it out. Uh, Because you don't want to do a full rebuild. But good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Steve. Steve. Why don't, why don't you uh, lead us off? Yeah. Here.
1: All right. So uh, my choices for the evening is uh, I have hop a Wheelie IPA from Boneyard Brewing. Um, That's a great name. <laughs> I know. He's like kind of like that the, the old Mad Magazine comic type stuff. They got the yeah. or, or, uh, Hot Rod uh, magazine yeah. stuff. Um, and Boneyard, they're in Bend, Oregon, and mm-hmm. they make great IPAs. And they've just recently started distributing in cans um, within like the last
0: year or two, I think. Uh, I think it's been about two years uh, yeah. that they started distributing a little bit more. Uh, I started seeing them in my local bottle shop about two years ago. Yeah. Um. And then when COVID hit, they they decided to can like everything and start Yes, shopping. yes.
1: So. And they got a lot of stuff out there now. Yeah. Uh, another one I have is a, a derivative of the Irish death. This is Aloha death. So it's like the Irish death, but with coconut.
0: Yep, they're at uh, Quilters or uh Fullerton. Yeah. Fuller, Fullerton, Washington. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and you said you had this before and you said you really I liked have. it. Yeah.
0: I did enjoy that one. It's probably in my opinion the best of the alternates from the Irish Death Family.
1: Yeah. And then last but not least if I eventually get to it, uh I have uh 13 Blood Orange Kolsch from uh Crystal Springs Brewing. They're from uh, Colorado. Nice. Colorado. Yeah. So I thought that'd be interesting.
0: I do like a good Kolsch. Yep. That's um, nice light. So like I said, uh, I am I felt like a big beer tonight and and I went, do I open like one big bottle or do I open two smaller bottles that are also big? Uh, and so uh looked at the bottom of my fridge and I pulled out uh from Skookum Brewery And uh, this is again from Novella Hub. This is one of the older bottles that he sent me. This is the Murder of Crows, uh, Imperial Stout Aged on Seasoned Oak. So not barrel aged, but aged on seasoned oak. Hmm. Uh, 9% so. Uh Oh, Murder of Crows. I think I've had that one before. I can't remember. I've had so many. So there's Murder of Crows. And then from Great Divide Brewing in uh, Denver, Colorado. Is their Yeti Imperial Stout, but not just their standard Yeti, but the Barrel Age Series Yeti. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a stout aged in whiskey barrels, and this one clocks in at 12.5%. Aye. And even better, this one's been aging since 2017.
1: That's going to be delicious.
0: So this this is a legit four-year barrel. at Four and a half, uh, bottled on March 22nd, 2000. Oh, no, hold on. I can't open this one yet. That's right.
2: Oh, I, I why need to wait.
0: Uh, I remember who sent this one to me. Uh, this was sent in by a user who said, uh, I have a beer that was literally bottled on the day you started your channel, on the day you registered your channel.
2: Oh,
1: so that's an anniversary beer. It's a
0: good thing that, yeah, this is my five year anniversary beer. That's why, ah, okay. that's why it was aging. That's why it was aging. you can't you go crack it, it back. open yet.
1: Yeah, I gotta go. Okay. <sighs> I gotta
0: All pick right, well, something else. Well, you crack yours open. I'm gonna find something okay.
1: else. I'm going to go start off with Hop-A-Wheely. Um, I, I, I popped this because I thought I didn't have it, but then when I looked it up on Untapped, Apparently, I did. But it's been several years, so it may taste a little different. So I did remember noting that I thought it was a little overhopped, But that's okay. I'm kind of sick of the big, hazy beers, as you can tell. This is not a hazy. This is a very clear IPA. Mm, and you can just smell the big hop profile there. Mm. Oh, wow! Mm, that's very um, grassy and citrusy. Lots of lots of whoa. Okay, yeah, I think my original assessment is still pretty much there. It's it's really good at the first sip, mm-hmm. but then man, that that hop just smacks you in the jaw. In the Which back one is end, this? Right this is the hoppa Wheelie. Okay. Yeah. So like you, you take it right up and you kind of get this slightly grassy, citrusy, mm-hmm. and the, the malt's kind of in there. And then just afterwards, man, that bitter hop bite just goes, poof, clocks yeah. you right there.
0: Uh, a lot of Boneyard beers do that. So uh, Boneyard yeah. and Block 15 are the two beyond hoppy Breweries yeah. that are in Oregon, yeah. uh, they're they're kind of regionally distributed. You're you're not going to find them very far, even outside of the of the valley. But uh, uh, those two are known for being thick, dank, yes. old school, yeah, sake in the gut style yeah. IPAs.
1: Well, that's I that's I like some of other boneyards because it is very hoppy, but they mellow it out usually with a sweeter malt. This one does not have a very sweet malt. Um, it's just a straight up super hobby.
0: Um, so Steve, promise you won't mm. be mad.
1: I'm, all, I'm always mad I'm always I know I know you're always mad. yeah
0: um, so like I said, I felt like a big beer tonight. I don't have another good big Imperial stout and I don't want to like do like a 12% IPA into a 12% <laughs> it's, right. it, it just you don't do that. yeah. Um, so since I have another bottle coming that is a year older than this one, I figure I'm going to go ahead and open this one. Which is the Pelican Brewing? Ah,
1: uh, mother of all storms! Mother of all storms! <laughs> yes. Well, okay, you know I'm not that jealous because I just did that video with John. Yeah, you just did
0: the video, so I, so I don't I feel just, bad I about just, this at all. I
1: just had some, so I'm not too, <laughs> I'm not too beat up about it. And I have two bottles of it myself at home. Yeah,
0: so, so I, I have two more coming as well. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is the, I think this is the 2020, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Oh um, man, you're gonna
1: try drinking that all by yourself tonight? Yes. You're not you're not gonna get to the second beer.
0: <laughs> no, I I I set the second beer aside. I went, <laughs> okay, go okay. No, nope, I'm just gonna yeah. open one. Yeah. Um okay. so uh, for those who don't know, this is a, a bomber by Pelican Brewing, uh, Mother of All Storms. It's a barley wine. Uh it is fourteen percent. Oh,
1: it is delicious though. It and, is super good. and this
0: is a full 1.6 ounces. This is a full twenty four ouncer. So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Y-
0: y- You have to already like barley wines to like this one.
1: <laughs> well, that's a, OK. So some people who have had maybe the barley wine by uh, Sierra Nevada, the Bigfoot. Yes. That one is extremely hoppy. So mm-hmm. don't judge that barley wine to all other barley wines. because The Mother of All Storm is very sweet and malty. It has some complex fruit notes to it, like some figgy chocolatiness to it. It's very good.
0: Oh yeah,
1: it is super awesome.
0: Oh wow, yeah. Um, there's like a a <laughs> super gosh i I want to say cherry, but I also kind of want to go plum.
1: Yeah, it's got some that. complex fruity notes to it. Um, so that's, that's what I like it. Like it,
0: it's that it's that deep, deep pie cherry or, or plum or mm-hmm. super dense dark fruit, um, really bitter dark chocolate floating on mm-hmm. top of it.
1: Um, it's very good. Yeah, if you if you like dark chocolates mm-hmm. or or like that fruited dark, that, that's that's the beer for you because that's exactly kind of what it tastes like. It's so good. Oh
0: yes. Oh, that's so good. That's a good beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we have jabbered enough at the beginning of this video. Let's go ahead and have. jump into the news. Let's do it. Starting off, uh, Intel has warned that a chip shortage may last for an additional two years. That's right. Uh, so, uh, oops, forgot to properly resize my window. There we go. Now you can read it. Shrink. Uh, so yeah, uh, Pat Gelsinger, who's the uh, he's the CEO of, of Intel. That's right. Uh, says uh, that. You thought the silicon shortage was bad. Right now, we're not even halfway through. Yeah. Uh, not only are we not halfway through, but the worst of it is still still on its way. Um, there is a number of reasons behind all of this happening. Um, the the biggest of which is the the trade war that has been going on with China, with tariffs being thrown left and right by various organizations and previous administrations, and and yada yada. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if you were hoping to buy a new gaming PC or you know upgrade something on,
1: yeah, yeah, it's probably not looking too great. Yeah, um, and and <laughs> the fact that he's saying it's still another two years out, mm-hmm. mm, I'm kind of glad I upgraded last year.
2: <laughs> so i'm kind of yep. like
1: i got there right right at the end although i'm still bummed that i sold my rtx 2070 yeah because now i'm still still sitting in the water without an rtx card yeah because i just cannot get one
0: <laughs> i told you i can get you a a good long-term loaner so ah uh, it's fine it's, you know if you needed to play ray trace ray traced quick two Ray-traced?
1: <laughs> Ray-traced. Although my son would like Ray-traced a Minecraft. He'd probably yeah. play the heck out of that. But no, most of the time, it's it's usually if I get to start playing, my son's at that age where he sees me playing and he wants to sit on my lap and he wants to start playing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then pretty soon he'll take over. And then he'll be like, oh, I want to I play this.
0: Yep. All right. So yeah, uh, buckle
1: up. <laughs> yeah, not, not good news. And it always seems that when I'm on the stream that it's always bad news. Yeah. Or maybe we just had a string of bad news. I don't know. Maybe I'm just the bearer of bad tidings.
0: You've got a good run of bad luck going on. I
1: guess so. Everybody's going to hate me just because I bring the bad news.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So uh, one of the ways that retailers have been combating uh, the both the bots trying to pick up every single available component on the market, whether it's power supplies or video cards or CPUs or what have you, um, uh, or just exceedingly high demand for those components as well because demand shot through the roof uh, all the way through 2020. Uh, is They've been using a series of uh, essentially sweepstakes or raffles or line queues or... Uh, deposit with callbacks or, you know, Mm. you name it, there's a system out there and a company has implemented it uh, to make sure that actual people who have actual money and only want to buy, like, one card can get that card and can build themselves a gaming PC. Uh, Newegg has been doing what's called the Newegg Shuffle, which is essentially like a raffle. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, You sign up for Uh, the release of a card and they draw 20 names out of a hat for the 20 cards that they have and you get one or you don't. Yep. Um, Steve, do you care to explain how an 11 year old found the loophole (laughs) in all of this and scored himself a 3090 on the first try?
1: Sure. So, so what he, what he did, uh, apparently, so how the shuffle works and everybody signs up for this because everybody wants a video card. So, The chances of you actually scoring one are pretty low. I mean, it's it's not great. They have hundreds of thousands of people in these lottery pools waiting for Mm -hmm. their name to get drawn up. So what this kid found was a newegg has this build a PC feature, pretty much kind of like you know how PC part picker is, mm-hmm. uh, but it's all within stuff that new egg has. So you pick your new egg products and add them to your PC build. And then once you have all your stuff in this PC build area, you would just click buy and it automatically puts it into your cart. What he had found out that if he just adds that card to this thing and then clicks buy, even if the card is sold out, it will put it in his shopping cart.
0: It, Puts, yeah it keeps it in his shopping cart and, it
1: keeps uh, it in his shopping cart and so when the next one's available he gets it right away <laughs> he circumvented the whole <laughs> the whole shuffle system now they have since figured this out and they've yeah. since fixed it so this is not <laughs> going to work anymore but that yeah. was kind of funny how he Bravo. just I, I, he probably wasn't even you know intentionally trying to do it he, mm-hmm. he was probably just messing around he's like well what if I do it this way what's going to happen yeah. So it made him go to the top uh, of the request list. I guess that particular system that they have there has a priority over the the this, this other system. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> he got himself a, an RTX card pretty easily. Bravo! I know, bravo, That's, right? Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, Good for that kid. Man, now he now I... he can
1: go play Minecraft at whatever <laughs> six thousand frames a second.
0: I wish I paid retail for my 3090. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Tell you I, know, that much. Right? I know. Yeah. I paid a scalper. Although, that- although I, I paid a scalper who was not happy with selling it through eBay. Uh, so I haven't told this story. I, I uh, posted a whole thread in, it, uh, in the battle bridge. So Steve I think you might have read this. Yeah one, I did but, read this. Uh, yeah. Um, so I bought a an RTX 3090 off eBay and it was $2,800. But while I paid scalper prices, I also made scalpers or miners pay for cards that I had bought for dirt cheap. Uh, So I bought my AMD S7150X2 cards. I think I paid about $320 on average for the three cards. Uh, I sold them for $900 a pop. And so I I took the money that I would have otherwise spent elsewhere and or took the money that I earned from that and just bought myself an RTX 3090. So... In all actuality, I only paid $900 for my 3090 because no, it was a straight trade with the cards.
1: That's still under MSRP right there.
0: Oh, well under. It's 600 yeah. under. Right. Yeah. So even with like eBay fees and everything else. Anywho, uh, speaking of the eBay fees. So uh, I was shopping eBay and, and whatnot. And what I will usually do with eBay is if there's someone within a couple hundred miles of me, I'll buy that one even if it's like 50 or $70 more. Maybe not that much, but if they're within a couple percentage points, I'll I'll give the 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 local person or in state uh, the bid because well I'll get it three days sooner and I don't have to pay expedited shipping and it's helping someone in my state and and that kind of thing you know so uh, there were a couple for like twenty seven seventy five I settled on one for twenty seven ninety nine that was in Oregon um, bought the card paid for it. Uh, and I get an email and says, "Cool, I'll ship you. I'll ship the card out first thing in the morning." Excellent. It's what I wanted to hear. So mm-hmm. this is a Wednesday. I'll have it by Friday, kind of thing. Um, I then get an email in the morning that says, uh, "Hey, holy crap! Did you realize eBay takes twelve and a half percent on electronic items sold? <laughs> so they they took three hundred and fifty dollars from the sale." I went,
2: "Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. That's how they
0: make money." I am well aware of how eBay operates. Uh I've been on the platform for almost 20 years. (laughs) Um, Did you not read the fine print? Um, And uh, so he offered to uh, refund the transaction and then sell me the card for 2,500 or 2,600. So he would make more money in return and I'd get $200 off the card. And I went, "Um, no. Uh, that is 100% against eBay's terms of service to uh, uh, take a transaction off platform after you've rendered the contract. Uh, This is a contract. It is a legally binding contract once the transaction has taken place. And uh, I said, not only that, but I make a good amount of my income off eBay partner sales. Like I I have eBay affiliate links and I'm not going to take a $200, you know, at a boy, uh, and risk the quite literally four-figure yeah, <laughs> income we, amount I get from not eBay. You're not gonna every month. bite
1: the hand that feeds you, obviously. right?
0: Right. And and I said, and neither should you. Uh, if you don't like it, protest somewhere else. But right now, I don't appreciate you holding my money ransom. And the guy went, I'm not holding your money ransom, man. I'm just saying, like, like this is bull and whatnot. And so I emailed him back. I said, you have both my money and my graphics card. That is the definition of a ransom. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> you can either ship the card today or I will report this to eBay, yeah. yeah. and I'll get my money back anyway. Yeah. So.
1: And he got the card mm-hmm. and he took the hit.
0: He took the hit. He wasn't happy about it. He actually apologized. He goes, "Sorry, I let my I let my temper get the best of me, and and I shouldn't have done that, and and whatnot." And he goes, "I took it out on you." And I, I said, "I have twenty eight hundred dollars just kind of floating out in the ether right now, and and I don't appreciate that."
1: Just just tell him to build his own auctioning site with blackjack and hookers. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. So the uh, yeah the mods in chat they they know of that story. And they actually read the emails going back and forth. Um, it was super sketch. <laughs> it was yeah. super, super sketch for a couple of days of whether or not I was going to get the card or if I was going to have to file like a PayPal complaint and wait 30 days to get almost $3,000 mm-hmm. back from them. It's like, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't thrilled. So yeah. Uh, something you'll always be thrilled with though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you decide to host your servers through Linode, today's video sponsor. See what I did there?
1: (laughs) Ah, it's good, it's a seamless, seamless blend.
0: Seamless, seamless seamless transition. Today's episode of Talking Heads is brought to you by Linode. If you ever needed to host your own servers, whether it be for home or business use, but don't have the resources or time to invest in hardware, power, cooling, or even space, why not let Linode host them for you? If it runs on Linux, it'll run on the node. That includes the software for most tutorials in my channel, like how to run your own ad-blocking recursive DNS server, VPN gateways, or your own cloud-based Plex server, and more. They also have one-click application installs to quickly get services up and running. Choked on spit in the middle of the segue, sorry. (laughs) With shared CPU plans starting at as little as $5 per month and scaling up to as high as you need to go, you'll be able to find a hosting plan that fits your needs. Even if you do host your own servers, you can use Linode to keep a backup off-site. Because remember, RAID is not a backup. Visit linode.com slash craftcomputing and get a $100 60-day credit just for signing up for a new account and get your home lab or business server started today. That's Linode.com slash craft computing. And thanks again to Linode for sponsoring this video. And sorry to Linode for choking in the middle of mm. that read.
1: Use Linode, it will make your um, uh, l- lymph nodes happy, I guess. <laughs> Lin- Linode, <laughs> lymph nodes. I don't know. I was choking there.
0: Uh. <laughs> thanks for making it worse. You're welcome. <laughs> I was trying to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, that's the downside with uh, with live reads when you do them that way. Yeah, is yeah, yeah, You can screw up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't do a second take.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can, but yeah, you gotta start over. Yeah. No one, no one wants to hear that again. Yeah.
0: What I will say is I do have probably the funniest ad that I've written uh, coming out this week. I have a pre-roll ad that... I, I saw the, I was, some of the image... I was it's chuckling gonna be funny. it
1: was it was pretty funny I think it's great um you said that you have your wait for the because they have to approve of it it's right? our, it's been
0: approved oh perfect the, okay. the response I got was yeah. lol approved
1: <laughs> it's gonna be good it's if I can
0: make them laugh given the 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 context and mm-hmm, content mm-hmm, of what's involved it's gonna be good I'm, I'm pretty happy with that yeah it's going to U- usually, bad. ads. Uh, when, so when you're when you're doing the kind of thing that I do, and that's writing pre-roll ads to make the ads my style, but also deliver a message that a company wants, and they have to approve it. And there's usually a back and forth approval process. And so I go, how about this for a read, or this for a script, or whatever. And because uh, every company is different in what they want first. Some want a script and then a rough cut and then a final cut. Uh, and they can make trend uh, revisions along the way. Some just want you to film something and they'll say yes or no. Um, and so it's it's all it's all a really weird thing to be in um, but uh, this particular vendor is one that I usually have one or two back and forths with oh could you include this too? And this time they just went LOL approved <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> uh. Yeah, if you want to preview the inside joke, check out the Discord via Patreon or Floatplane. Yes. Mm-hmm. Link down in the video description and also in chat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't talk about them because that's part of the contract. I can only play the ad when, when the ad goes. But right. I, I, did, I did share a, a teaser clip or a teaser uh, screen grab <laughs> in, the, uh, in the, the Discord. So go check that out.
1: Ah, is that treating you good? Oh, it's warming up.
0: It's getting a
2: little...
1: I know. There's a reason it's my favorite barley wine. There's a reason
0: for it. It's really good. The fruit has mellowed out a little Mm bit. It's not... Mm -hmm. uh, Before it was super bitter chocolate with a real deep sweet fruit flavor. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh the fruit has mellowed out and it's actually giving way to like slightly sweeter chocolate so we're not like you know straight up dark 65 percent cacao chocolate right now now we're like in a nice mid semi-sweet chocolate we're into like Mm -hmm. the the 35 40 percent maybe a little milk mixed in there Mm -hmm. um and and it's a much sweeter start to it and then instead, the fruit is still there, but it's way, way in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm getting just this rich, thick malt uh, carrying kind of the rest of the way through. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. No,
1: it's I, and, and that's the thing I appreciate about it the most, is it's mm-hmm. very complex. And as you drink it, you pick up new things about it. Yep. And every new thing you pick up about it, it's like, it's not disgusting. It's like, oh, I like that. I like it even more. No, I exactly. like it even more.
0: Yep and and um and and by the way this is still 14%. percent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does not drink like 14%. No, it does not. It does not. Um, that that's a dangerous dangerous bottle right there. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a bottle usually meant for sharing. Right. <laughs>
1: but get <laughs> to share it with yourself today.
0: Uh the drunkest show on YouTube? I've been drunker. Yeah.
1: We're we're it's it's usually the after party that's more Drunkies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Usually the after party is the one drink too many.
1: Yeah. We've had, I think we've had them go up to like Uh, two in the morning, three in the morning.
0: Even more than that. Like uh, there was one a couple of weeks ago where I was up until two in the morning. So it was, it was a three and a half hour after party. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got off. They were still chatting when I woke up. Ah. They were still in there.
1: Yeah. Wow, it's a rotating party.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was fun. That mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. So. All right, let's see here. Did I miss any super chats lately? No, so I don't think one? so. Cool. I mean,
1: I've been I've been glancing, but I didn't see it. I, I, I glance every
0: once in a while, but yeah. I hadn't paid attention for like ten minutes or so. So I just wanted to. <laughs> Jeff had on Mike suffering. You shut your mouth, tripping. <laughs> I may have fallen asleep against my microphone twice where I did like this number and kind of kind
1: (laughs) of dozed off for a bit. I always always bow out before I start getting way too sleepy because I can tell I know when I'm getting sleepy and I need to go.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, You can tell I'm too far gone when you say, hey, Jeff, are you okay?" And I go, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine is Jeff code for I'm Uh anything but fine.
1: Oh no! The worst one was an actual, actual live-action party when you just lived down the street from me, and and went back to my house afterwards, and that was not. That was not good. That was not good.
0: I believe this beer was involved. That beer was
1: involved. <laughs> it actually was. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good thing we were only two blocks apart. Yes. And Um. I had to have the neighbor's wife walk me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, though. Still fun. It was still that, was, fun. that was that was that was a good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's Jeff code for "Where is the nearest couch?" Um, okay. I actually have a couch in my yes. office here. Yes, right good. there. Yeah, I've used it a couple times. Jeff almost almost made it to the couch one night. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Yeah. Uh, the Australians invade the after party and kept it going. Yep.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They they tend to jump on in the, uh, the wee hours of the Pacific morning and they're like 7am. I can start drinking now. And Australians like a good breakfast
1: beer, just like anybody else. So it's it's Mm -hmm. fine.
0: All right. Uh, So EVGA is switching, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to come up with a new, uh, hardware line. Uh, they're looking at the vertical takeoff and landing series of graphics cards.
1: <laughs> the VTOL <laughs> graphics cards. I was going to put
0: that as the title: v- EVGA <laughs> VTOL GPUs, but I wasn't sure how many people would get it. Yeah, that's um, yeah, the the Harrier the, of, no, the, of, harrier, EV, the, of the Harrier jet.
1: The Harrier jet of video um, cards.
0: For those who are unaware, uh, there was a story that came out last week about amazon's game new worlds uh was potentially bricking and frying uh various series of graphics cards and one of the most affected was the rtx 3090 that's Uh,
1: one card you don't want to get fried you just spent like a couple grand on it and then it goes poof in a puff of smoke yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty pissed.
0: So yeah, people logging into the game New Worlds on or New World on Amazon, uh occasionally their graphics cards were just dying. And it's not really something that happens all that often. Like you hear this in the in the underbelly of Reddit like ah, ask uh, hardware and, and things like that. It, you know, looking for tech support, going. I, I played this game, and and now my graphics card doesn't work. Was it the game? No, it was your graphics card, dummy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this game actually caused these graphics cards to fail, but because of an underlying potential issue in the graphics card firmware, that there was just a mismatch of two of two things that kind of hit each other in the face.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one of them was New World. In their loading scenes, happens to render the loading scene um, as as a three D render. Uh, you'll see this in. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of a of an equivalent. Um, you know, I think Half Life Half Life Two did this. Yeah. Uh, if if you have Fraps open. Uh, so going back to like using Fraps and having your little frame counter in the corner. Um, if you have Fraps open, uh, as soon as you're into the title screen on, on Half-Life 2, the game is 3D rendering, and it never leaves 3D render mode. Typically, during a loading screen, you will switch from 3D to 2D mode. Yeah. Because it's just a static image or maybe a, a really simple, you know, Menu or something image like that, or yeah. yeah. Um, and so the problem is your graphics card is capable of rendering that image trillions of times per second and so if it's trying to render in 3d mode it's going to try to render each frame as quickly as possible when it's rendering in 2d mode it goes i just need to display 60 of these in a second and i'm totally fine
2: yeah
0: Um, and so there is a difference between 2d computation and 3d computation Um, so This was a double-edged sword. Number one, New World in their loading screens and certain aspects of the game, such as in menus and whatnot, left 3D uh, animation or left 3D rendering enabled. And also had very simple scenes to render. So the graphics card was literally trying to render JPEG images at like a trillion frames per second, which the graphics card saw this activity and went, holy crap, I need to turn my fans up and turned them up in the neighborhood of 200,000 RPM, <laughs> which shorted out the PWM circuits on Yeah.
1: <laughs> basically, we got to go fast. We got to go fast. Right.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. I've had drones that take off slower.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, no doubt. That's... <laughs> yeah, and apparently, I guess, uh, yeah, and somebody even in the chat said that uh, Anno 1600 was also another game where yep. this affected it, but I guess there was no blowups with that one it was all just um, new worlds because that's i guess the hot mmo right now that people are trying out yep and so yeah so the, i mean it's the good thing is it's probably fixable with the firmware update yes um, um so or a game update
0: that, or both hopefully
1: are both, are both up oh, yeah hopefully um yeah exactly you know people who just bought that you know people yep. like jeff who just got the uh, 3090 not going to want to try new worlds until you figure this out. Right. <laughs> One way or the other.
0: Sorry. I think my cat is trying to pick my lock on my door.
1: No, there was, there was, I think I saw a video yes, yes. actually. of, of I'm going vid- to
0: let the cat in. Keep talking. Okay.
1: So I think there was an actual video of somebody, it happening to him real time when it was uh, going and it, it was just smoke pouring out of the top of his thing. And it's the whole thing just shut off after that. And that guy was, was, very pissed i would be pissed too i would be extremely sad and pissed and then you know you go through all the stages of grief at that point it's like a child died or something like that
0: cats are dicks man sometimes oh yeah sometimes (laughs) so uh ram was uh ram can open my office door okay full disclosure uh we have just like the bar handle so he can grab it and and pull Mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. And numerous times, I have specifically closed my office door without Rambo in the room. Like he's in the hallway and I'm staring at him as I close the door behind me. And I'll go upstairs to bed and I'll come down in the morning and my office door is still closed, but Rambo is inside. (laughs) Uh, I've also come downstairs and my door is wide open and he's sleeping on my chair. So it's like, he can open my door. He
1: knows how to get in.
0: He knows how to open my door. Um, But uh, what he likes to do is if he knows I'm in here and he wants in here, he will uh, walk up to the door and then he'll rattle the handle a couple of times and then he'll sit down and wait for me to, to let him in. Uh, and so he was just doing that. So I was hearing, k-chink, 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 like, and I'm seeing the handle jump and I'm like, okay, I'll go let the cat in. Yeah. I open the door and he's sitting at the door. And as soon as I open it, he just kind of like sits there, stares at me, we lock eyes and I'm like, where well, are you coming in? And he turns around and walks away.
1: Walks out. He's like, <laughs> nope. I just... <laughs> no." So yeah, my my cat, when when she wants to come in, well, she's outside, uh, uh-huh. and if she, if she wants to come on from the outside to the inside, especially if I'm downstairs watching TV, we have you know a sliding screen door on our, our back deck. Mm-hmm. And what she'll do is she will climb to the top of that screen door and shake it so it makes a big rattling noise because I'm right mm-hmm. there on the couch usually watching TV, and then I just hear this <clears> – <throat> from the cat. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? And then I go open the sliding glass door and the cat's just hanging on there looking at me, meow. And yep. she'll hop down and come inside.
0: Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh, cat. Uh, anyway, there is good news to this story. Uh, EVGA has said they will honor the warranty on these cards. Um, and uh, uh, there's quite a few people chiming in that EVGA has the easiest RMA experience. Um, I've been through the EVGA R- RMA experience a couple times as a consumer. Um, uh, before i had evga contacts before i had like personal cell numbers and crap like that (laughs) um and uh seriously uh i had a power supply and fail years ago um i literally just submitted a ticket uh that day i had a shipping label to return mine uh and then like four days later i had a new power supply on my doorstep it's like that's awesome and then famously i think it was what video eight or nine like i hadn't done many videos on youtube and my uh gtx 1080 for the win card caught fire <laughs> like literally shot fire out the back of it um i went through the rma process for that card and they sent me a brand new card that they, they yeah. went cool yeah uh, and i wasn't even the original owner of that card uh, I just, I just said, Hey, I have this card. It was bought around this time. Uh, and here's the problem with it. Nice. And uh, they well, said, yeah, here you go. <laughs> Same deal. Like, like I had a new graphics card within five days.
1: And that's good, you know, cause especially you're going to have a spike of just panic and despair. Mm-hmm. And then you go through the whole RMA process with EVGA and you're like, okay, I feel better now. Right.
0: Ah. yep 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 so yeah there is. there is good news now there were some other graphics cards that were affected by this it wasn't just evga but evga is taking the the brunt of the the coverage because they're the most affected card um sorry one sec
1: Oh, uh, we have chatting going on
0: Sorry, just had to respond to something. Uh, <laughs> Lenovo, take notes. <laughs> um, let me tell you about my couple of Lenovo experiences. <laughs> they were not that good. Um, so this was even on the corporate side. Like we had, um, we had corporate accounts, and we had bought dozens if not hundreds of, of various Lenovo laptops over, over the six to 12 month period. Um, and uh, we had one with a, I think one that refused to charge and another with just like a straight up failed SSD. And God, the whole process took like four weeks for each of them. And it yeah. was multiple steps, like submit a ticket. And then they say, hey, have you tried restarting your computer yet? <laughs> like no. three days later no what restarting it right i didn't think i had to do that right and then you respond did you read the ticket because it says the computer won't turn on right now <laughs> okay well we want to r- want you to run through these troubleshooting steps first and uh you know first off unplug your computer from the wall
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same thing whenever you have like an internet problem they think okay yeah. did you try restarting your router yes i restarted would you please do it again anyway i'm like "Ah." (laughs) yes we've done Uh, all these things already
0: i'm i'm reminded of uh this christopher titus joke uh where uh he he had the police on speed dial because his girlfriend was was beating him and the police wouldn't uh wouldn't believe him uh except for like one guy in the department and and so he's like uh hello, my name is Christopher Titus. I'm at blah, 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 Los Angeles. You know what? Just let me speak to Chris. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, hey man, what's up? Yes, she's doing it again. And it's, it, I've, I've actually had that relationship with HP in the past. Mm-hmm. Like like, I call into their call center at a specific time of day, hoping I will get the rep that will actually help me.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they all have scripts to run off of and they just read the scripts. And, that's, mm-hmm. and, if, and if the script doesn't work, then it goes up the chain, right? Yeah. And you always get the script reader first.
0: Yeah. I will say what what has worked for me in the past has been uh, you explain what the problem is. And they say, have you tried like, like hey, I have no internet. Have you tried unplugging your modem? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's where I'm going to stop you. Let's pretend that I know what I'm talking about, and I'll pretend that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> so here's the exact issue: is I'm seeing about an eight percent packet loss whenever I send more than about a hundred kilobits in in a single packet, yeah. uh, and and whatnot. It's an it's an on and off issue, and 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 here's what I've tracked it down to: it is mm-hmm. not the modem, it's not the connection, it's not even the 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 signal getting in uh, uh, via the cable. We've been through all those troubleshooting steps before. Yes, I've restarted. Yes, I've done this. I, I know networking. The problem is with you. Mm-hmm. What can we do? And yeah. uh, and I've, I've had a couple texts just instantly. You can hear like cherry blues going in the background. It's like, oh, yes, I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, hold on a second here. Oh, yes, hold on. I see the problem. It's a firmware issue with one of our previous switches. Let me just jump you to, over to another node. Okay, try it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, those are always good times.
1: <laughs> Such smooth tech support. Yeah, or it's like that uh, uh, Parks and Rec with Ron Swanson when he goes to like a Home Depot
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he comes like, okay can can I help you? It's like I know more than I you. Know more than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, my uh, not me, but uh, a coworker of mine mm-hmm. had an experience one time where uh, there was a regional outage, mm-hmm. uh, so the provider for our provider was out, and and we had uh gigabit full duplex uh with a redundant route and both of them were down and uh and whatnot and all we had was like fax lines that were on because they were still on our old pot systems. Um and so we were calling from a fax line via an extension cord like 150 feet down the hallway <laughs> wow. and uh and 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 like trying to troubleshoot this issue and and you know get a, a estimated resolution right. time for it. And uh, so we called in to to our normal tech support line. Got kind of passed up to tier two and whatnot. Uh, finally, we're explaining this, and uh, and he goes, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer you." And the phone rang like twelve times, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Great, we're gonna to get disconnected." <laughs> and uh, and you know, it was uh, Roy from IT crowd going,
2: "Yeah, he's just <laughs> doing <there>. that
0: number." <laughs> um, and uh, and finally. He answers the phone and goes knock, <laughs> and uh, which is network operations center uh, yeah. center. If you don't know, knock N O C. Knock, and uh, he goes, "Hi, my name is X, and I'm calling from blah, and we seem to be." And he he didn't even get like the entire sentence out. He mm-hmm. goes, "Yeah, hold on, click," like he's just jamming on whatever mechanical keyboard yeah. he's on, and uh, my coworker. Swear to God, goes. Uh, um, hey, uh, can I get a callback number just in case we get disconnected? Uh-huh. And the guy goes, it's already fixed. Nice try. Click. Bye. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs>
1: you just got like to some nice guy try, son. <laughs> some guy who's permanently glued to his chair who just like knows everything yep he got connected to the network yeah it's
0: it's the unix wizard with the beard down here exactly yep
1: yep yep (laughs) he's got it all
0: yep no that that was the most glorious conversation to to ever (laughs) observe in my life (laughs) hey could i get a callback number in case we get nice try kid click
1: this guy's never done tech support in his life and he never wants to do it again.
0: <laughs> nope, nope. No, this this dude did 10 years of tech support so he never has no, to answer the phone yeah, again. Exactly, yeah, exactly, Which is why it rang 12 times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was excellent. Yeah.
1: The phone is not coded in Cheeto dust because he never picks the phone up.
0: That's right. Cheetos, no, that's lowbrow. He's on like flaming Hot Doritos. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got the he's got the the Parmesan cheese popcorn.
0: Yeah, the
1: smart puffs.
0: You're right. Yeah, he's more of a, like a like a cheese ball kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. More sophisticated, like that. Yeah.
0: So a uh, couple of people were jumping into the chat, going, "I just joined. What in the world is up with that title?" Um, that was kind of the lead story going on yeah. by a number of different outlets in the last 24 to 48 hours because. Mm-hmm uh the most public one was dell uh removed or added a disclaimer to their uh alienware aurora r12 systems saying we can no longer ship these systems to washington oregon california colorado hawaii or vermont and i did that from memory Hmm, that's good that's right um to be fair i just went the west coast minus alaska and then there's colorado and vermont so yeah Wasn't there? Uh, But they said we can no longer ship there because of consumer laws that have gone into effect. Now, what are these laws, you might ask? Well, Mm -hmm. this is actually part of the gosh, what did they call it? Now I'm drawing a blank. I I did the states by name. Give me a break.
2: That's that's Uh, as far as you got
0: California energy consumption tier two. Uh, so California is uh, passed this law back in 2016 that was a tiered response or a tiered implementation of consumer product energy usage. And how can we reduce it? Um, now, this is gonna be controversial and it's gonna be an issue. And in my opinion, Energy conservation laws need to happen, but at the same time, targeting systems on this fine of a scale yeah, is a bit much. wrought with problems and mm-hmm. stepping over a dollar to pick up a dime.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, for those who don't know, the California Energy Commission Tier 2 went into effect on July 1st of 2021. Uh, it is measured with desktop computer systems, mobile gaming systems, and clients with uh, an ES of 250 or less. That is an expandability score of 250 or less. They can only be rated to draw 50 kilowatts per year, plus the applicable uh, uh, adders in table V8, which is a table in the, uh, in the law itself. Um, if you get an expandability score of... 250 to 420 then you can draw 80 kilowatts per year and if you get uh an es of 425 to 690 no more than 690 you can drop to 100 kilowatts per year the expandability score is a table of specs that your system has um one of the specs is a pci x16 slot that spec gets you 100 points
1: yeah which is
0: under that law I would not be able to buy a system that has my Asus Rack Rome D8-2T motherboard in it because it has seven PCI Express X16 expansion slots. Mm -hmm. And they are all electrically wired X16. That board is illegal in six states. That should be the (laughs) title of my next video. You got contraband. Right.
1: Yeah. Black, Um, Black Market Jeff.
0: Right. Now here's the rub. It's illegal to buy that system built... First party. Dell cannot sell you a system turnkey. Open box, plug in, go.
1: You can build it yourself.
0: You can build it yourself. The parts are not regulated at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Dell has terrible power supplies. Eh, uh, not so fast, my friend. Uh, Part of the California uh, Energy Consumption Act is that, or Energy Commission Act, is that all power supplies sold by OEMs must be 80 plus gold rated. Oh, that's good. Dell does not have power, terrible power supplies. They yeah. might be underspec'd compared to what you are used to putting in, but I've always said that we overbuy on power supplies all the time. Um, not necessarily with ITX power supplies because they're not as many phases, they're lower in comp- not lower in components, there's not as many components and not as many filters in between and sometimes uh, with high demand items, you can overpeak it for a certain amount of time and blow it up. Yeah. Uh, so if you have an ITX system that's wrong, like 700 watts, it's probably a good idea to get an 850 or a 900 watt if you can, although they only make... Let's back that up. 600 watt uh, ITX system, it's probably a good idea to buy an 850. Whereas if you have a, a 400 watt system, it's probably a good idea to buy a 650. As far as normal power supplies... The 80% curve is kind of a good curve to live in, where if you actually do the wattage calculation for systems uh, and your system is determined to draw 540 watts, which guaranteed most of your computers that you're on right now, draw below that. They draw less than that. But you have an 800 watt power supply. (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe you want to put a thousand more hard drives in there. I don't know. Right. Uh, well, I mean, even my, my rack server, uh, my, my file server, it has dual 1100 watt power supplies for redundancy. Wait,
1: way, <laughs> well, um, I mean, you don't It have... also
0: has 24 SAS connections yeah, on it.
1: Yeah, that's got a bit, yeah. Um,
0: it draws 500 watts.
1: Yeah, most desktops are not going to go crazy. It's, right. The, most of the power draws from the video card. Anyway. Right.
0: Um, yeah, usually my main editing rig, when I'm fully taxing it, can draw, like, 550 600 Mm -hmm. and that's an rtx 3090 and a 5950x like it's the fastest consumer level system that you can build 550
1: watts i think i think just a lot of people want a comfortable overhead anyway Mm -hmm. they're like you know i don't want to have to deal Mm -hmm. with figuring out power consumption uh you know calculations to figure out if my pc is crashing you know i'm just gonna give it a good 800 gold you know rated power supply and be i'll be good i'll be good there
0: um, so this is not the last step in the California Energy Commission. Uh, the next step is also going to target high refresh rate monitors. Uh,
1: see, that's not going to be it.
0: That's going to be a point of contention with many of folk. Um, so, I mean, right now the issue is that the Aurora R12, if it was ran for... Uh, what they say an average day of a gamer is, which is like two hours or something like that, and over the course of 12 months, it draws more than 100,000 watts uh, or or 100 kilowatts, uh, then uh, it can no longer be sold. But they're also looking at, hey, you don't need all 240 hertz. You'd probably be fine with 90 because higher refresh rate monitors draw more power. And that's something I'm not okay with. Uh, Novella Hub, did you replace your 6900 XT craft computing? Yes. Uh, I replaced my 6900 XT with my scalped 3090, <laughs> uh, mainly because I was having a an atrocious time with Adobe Premiere. Um, it would not necessarily randomly crash, but I would have rendering issues galore at certain codecs and certain bit rates. And uh, I wanted the top of the line graphics card. I either wanted a 6900 XT or a 3090. At the time, I couldn't buy a 3090, so I found a 6900 XT at only 70% above retail, and I bought that. Uh, And Adobe Premiere hates that card. Uh, Whether it's drivers, whether it's programming, whether it's first party, third party, I don't care. Adobe Premiere hates that card. and so it's sitting on my desk right now, outside the window, staring at the 3090 doing its job. <laughs> I don't want to put it in another system just because I'm so pissed off at it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going to put it in another system. But
1: <laughs> I'm getting thirsty. i got to open my second beer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to do the uh, Aloha Death.
0: All right. I'm genuinely curious to see what you think about this one.
1: Yeah. Well, it's got the coconut in it.
0: It's got the coconut, and as we always say, coconut is one of those hardest flavors to actually hold on to through the entire brewing process. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not going to give any spoilers. I just want you to. Oh, it definitely it.
1: smells coconutty. There's a lot of coconut aroma in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Oh. Okay. Hmm. Wow, that's got some good like coconut dark chocolate. Outside of the of the thin body, it's mm-hmm. really good.
0: Yes. That's my uh, one complaint is the body is just it's just a little lacking.
1: Yeah. It it, doesn't, it's only it's,
0: it's only what a six eight.
1: Yeah, it's not a very yeah. high ABV, but yeah. you expect with it being this roasty, it kind of kinda would have like maybe a little bit more body. But man, that coconut and that and that it's kind of roasty coffee, chocolatey. Mm-hmm. It's good. No, I really and dig then that this. coconut
0: just kind of holds mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm.
1: It does. I wonder if they used, I hope they didn't use artificial coconut. I think it's real. I hope so.
0: I'm pretty sure it's real.
1: Well, they're not going to say, but it tastes delicious. I, I, I'm not going to complain. It's really good.
0: Uh, so Skull listed our beers again, and he said, Jeff Pelican Brewing Company, Mother of All Storms 2020, still...
1: Still, <laughs> and 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 for the rest of the evening, I'm sure.
0: And for the rest of the evening, actually, this yeah. is all I have left of it out of that whole. Bottle. That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good. I can tell. Well, we'll see. We'll see if you start doing your hiccups. Uh, that we, well, now we know we're getting there.
0: Well, I will say I had I do have the patented Barnacle's ball cooling fan uh, below my desk. Oh, right box, there so you it's, go. It's helping kind of circulate keep for me. Yeah, get it moving. Yeah, yep.
1: it keeps you waking up.
0: Hmm. <sighs> Sorry, like fourth time Tony has said, Silverstone Technology DS three hundred and eighty B supports twelve drives, uh, an eleven inch graphics card. Are they all well, hot swap? Hold on.
1: Is this a case,
0: or it's a is it case. a case? Yeah. Uh, let's see one two three four five six seven. So eight up front in a in a hot swap configuration, and then you can like slide three more in, kind of. Oh yeah. Um, it fits an SFX power supply, uh, full size ATX power supply. Or sorry, fits a full size graphics card, uh, uh, an ATX power supply. Looks like an alright system. Yeah. Um, Airflow is not going to be great. It's kind of thin. It doesn't have a lot of ventilation. And with that many hard drives, especially if you're in the high capacity range, uh, that does concern me a little bit, uh, especially since the front literally has no intakes at all. Uh, so your hard drives are just kind of kind of bake in the front while everything else gets all the cool air. Or no, no, sorry. There's two 120s pointing right at the hard drives. Okay, cool. Yeah. There's two 120s on the side. That's not a bad little system. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. There you go. Oh, and Tony says he's getting it tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. So you wanted me to review it to affirm your your purchase is what you (laughs) wanted.
1: He wants confirmation bias. Confirmation
0: bias, yes. Yeah. What I will say, it looks like a great system. It looks like a great system. It all depends on what you put into it. Uh, and it all depends on your expectations. Yeah. But from my point of view, it's got cooling for the hard drives. It fits a full-length 320-millimeter dual-slot graphics card. Uh, uh, full ATX power supply. Yeah, why not? Should work. Should work.
1: I think we're done with all the tech stuff. We're, we're on to uh, some... Yes. Yes.
0: Apparently, putting pickle in cheap beer makes anything taste better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought this was um, this would be something uh, right up John's alley. It'd be good for a review. So this is... I actually saw this. Uh, nope. Was it, was it on Reddit? Or I can't remember where I saw it mentioned. Maybe, maybe it was Twitter or something where somebody was saying that uh, he's got some older clients that come to their bar and they order like a Budweiser or a Bud Light. And they ask for a bit of pickle juice to splash into their beer. And they say it makes it taste better. And it just blew up from there. Cause there's a lot of people were saying, oh yeah, yeah. There's, there was like a whole. Oh yeah. So it's totally saying, a thing. It's like, oh, it's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. Um, and so I, I, I mean, I don't, i don't mind pickled stuff i actually like a good pickle. i I do
0: i i take offense to it sir (laughs) i know some people don't it's an acquired taste and i've
1: had some pickle beers too i didn't hate them but i didn't like them it wasn't something i'd like totally drink but i don't know this could be something uh uh he's john's done quite a few uh pickle beer reviews but he's never done let's 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 add some pickles to some crappy beer and um, see if, if it's if it's better.
0: What I will say is my brother in law, oh. uh I don't I don't do shots very often. Right. Um usually it, it's with a particular group of friends at a particular location. Like uh-huh. we we have we have certain rituals that we do. Um and uh uh my brother in law though loves doing shots. And uh his shot of choice is Jameson Black Label. Great, and
1: not not a bad great selection. I, like, I personally wouldn't shoot it. I'd sip it, but you
0: know. Uh, honestly, I'll, I'll do Jameson Black as a shooter too. Uh, mm-hmm. Jameson Black. Uh, uh, Gentleman Jack is another really good shooter. Yeah, it's not a bad um, shooter. Yeah, and and so I'm I, me myself. I don't shoot a lot of liquor, but occasionally I will take a couple of shots. Um. Anyway, Jameson Black is his is his perchant for uh for shooting, and he backs it with pickle juice hmm he he does jameson with a pickle back (laughs) i i'm not opposed to that i do not hate pickles or
1: pickle juice i wouldn't drink it straight i can Mm -hmm. see how it works as a as an accent to stuff Mm -hmm. um but i'm weird like that i i kind of like i think because i grew up in a family with a lot of kids yeah all the good stuff got eaten fast (laughs) so i've learned to like stuff that they didn't like
0: meanwhile i was the oldest by 11 years so i got first pick
1: (laughs) so that 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 way i can get what i liked and they wouldn't touch it and that still applies today i love a good like Myers and coke oh yeah but angie my wife won't touch it she doesn't like it Yep. So, like, I'll go to the liquor store you and get a rum. You turned
0: me on to, to Myers rum, and I got to say I'm Myers, a fan.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like that black strap. She won't touch it. So if I want a, a bottle of something to myself, I will buy some Jameson because I know she will not drink it. But then, of course, you know, <laughs> the next day and the bottle's, like, you know, all the way down here, I'm like, <laughs> that was all me. That <laughs> was <happened>? me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't blame anybody else but me.
1: Yep. No, <laughs> I, I actually
0: have a bottle of Myers right up here.
1: Yeah, I do love a good I Myers. It. I cannot drink it straight. I think Myers straight by itself is no, not, no. not very good, uh, but it makes a great great mixed drink. Uh,
0: that one right there is Myers. Mm-hmm. But yes, <laughs> and that, that, and that's,
1: that's I like black like licorice. A lot of people don't like black like, mm-hmm. licorice, and um, so I, and I also like pickled things. I like a lot of pickled things. A lot of people don't. So, as far as like putting it in beer, mm, not. I mean, I'm not even a big fan of gosés, which is like a salted beer. But I don't know. I'll I'd, I'd try it. This is this is this is an idea uh, for John to, to get uh, a taste test with some pickle juice or just pickles in general. And throw it in a crappy beer, and see how it tastes. We can get John to throw up or something on camera. It's always good stuff.
0: I I would definitely pay money to see that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But I'd love to see John try to choke it down. <laughs>
1: yeah, especially, especially with the pickle in there. I don't know. I'd probably eat the pickle because I like the pickle. I'd let it soak in some beer and then eat the pickle. See how it tastes. No, uh, no. it's okay. No, I mean like, like, you get the you get the Italian cherry at the bottom of an old fashioned. It tastes <laughs> see, th- good.
0: See, it's different. You get a, get a pickle totally at the bottom different. of a crappy beer. Don't don't you <laughs> sully my maraschino cherry. my my Luxardo at the bottom of an old fashioned how dare you sir it's
1: it's the same concept it's like the essence of the drink kind of soaks into it Mm -hmm. and you get to try it yeah oh yes I've tried Uzo I I actually love um, a Sambuca the Romanov Sambuca is excellent one of my favorites
0: yep uh let's see, what's next? Uh beer contest calls out for loon collars.
1: Yes. So uh Linen Kugel, the maker of everyone's favorite shandy, because it's everywhere now. It's good stuff. Um yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. It's a good summer beer, you know, nice and light and lemony and
0: I, I will say I'm partial to to the to the Widmer shandy. Yeah, that's not, not too bad. Yeah, but that's yeah. West Coast East Coast. Just right?
1: West Coast East Coast, yeah. Yeah. So they're doing a contest and, and the basis of this contest is who makes the best loon call which you know the bird bird call basically yep but the winner will basically get a <laughs> a loon-shaped remote control floatable cooler that is worth $20,000
0: If this isn't the most Wisconsin crap contest I've ever heard in my life.
1: It seems like the most worthless, expensive prize you could get.
0: (laughs) To be fair, I didn't read this article. That's my legitimate reaction.
1: (laughs) You get this giant duck that you could cool beers in that will float on the water. That's also a remote control.
0: This is just the cooler, cooler and duck form. Yes, well, yeah, <laughs> but, but it's it's
1: it floats and it's remote control, so you can like be <laughs> on the edge of the lake, put it in there, and then just take the beer out to people in the boats out there, Ugh. whatever you want to do.
0: <laughs> By the way, I say the cooler cooler because that was a Portland, Oregon Kickstarter. Yeah, it was,
1: it was, it was a good
0: <laughs> our, our claim to Kickstarter fame.
1: Which I don't even think went anywhere. I think they ended up like mm-hmm. it was too expensive to manufacture or something mm-hmm. like that
0: yeah yeah they only shipped like 400 of them or something like that and they went, yeah. were out
1: of money yeah we yeah it's too much
0: we spent yeah, all thought, on hookers I and thought, blow right.
1: i mean if it, <laughs> the, the the contest like okay whatever that's the contest but the prize the prize of the contest i thought was <laughs> yeah. just like hilarious yep i mean it's it's a one-of-a-kind thing would i want it no but if i want it for free i mean yeah okay
0: Okay, so so here's the actual wording from the article. The Lunenkugel, by the way, it's called the Lunenkugel,
1: uh, is valued
0: at $20,000 and is designed to keep a 12-pack ice cold while paddling across the lake via remote control. The Lunen Kugel can also be used in pools, but is designed especially for lakes where Midwestern loons can be found.
1: Right. <laughs> well, uh, you know, God forbid that there's somebody out there hunting loons at the time. And they just destroy My a twenty thousand dollar. Not only is the twenty thousand dollar linen kugel gone, your twelve pack is probably screwed as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I know twelve people in Wisconsin went. I'd still drink it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like ah, it's got some lead pellets in. That's fine. That's whatever. You just just spit out the lead. It's fine. Yeah. You ain't gonna do nothing.
0: I've spent a week in Wisconsin and that's all I need to get the entire breadth of what they have to offer. So you tried some cheese too, right? <laughs> uh, you know, they kept trying to sling cheese at me and cheese curds and everything yeah, else. Yeah. And but so went, we got Tillamook. Yeah. We have Tillamook yeah. and, and they're like, what's that? And I went, Oh, it's the cheese that we have, but it's nationwide because it's that good.
2: Yeah. There's better. a reason
0: you don't have to come to Oregon <laughs> to get Tillamook is because yeah. Tillamook is the cheese. Yeah. They took offense to that.
1: (laughs) They they do take some pride in the cheese. but They take
0: pride in the cheese, and they take pride in uh, the Nuglara Spotted Cow.
1: Yeah, and I've had the Nuglara Spotted Cow. It's not bad,
0: but, you know, it's it's not. It's certainly a beer. It's a beer.
1: I mean, it's not horrible, but I I wasn't super impressed by it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you put your entire self worth into something that someone else does better.
1: Yeah, I know. Kinda,
0: yeah, and no. uh, l- like I, I was, uh, gosh, I, f- I had to fly into Green Day. And if you've ever had, have you ever had to fly into that airport? No, not have you ever well, flown I, out? Have you I, ever flown out of the Eugene Airport? No, never had to fly okay. the Eugene okay. Airport. How about Salem?
1: Yes, the Salem Airport. Yes, I. Uh,
0: have. Green Day is smaller than both.
1: Really? Re- yes. green, green, okay. All right.
0: Green Day. Green, green Day Bay Airport. Green Day or Green, green Bay? Bay? Green Bay. Green Bay. Bay. Yeah.
1: Me. I was going to say the band has its own airport. Why was I saying Green Day? I don't know. <laughs> I don't green know. Bay. I, I thought you were saying Green Bay, but I was just hearing you wrong. And then Green Day. Okay. Nope.
0: I think I was saying Green Day. Okay. Who knows why? Uh Well, anyway, you
1: Step out from that ledge, my friend.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. The Green Bay Airport is smaller than both the Eugene and the Salem Airport.
1: That's pretty small.
0: Um, like you had terminal a and terminal b wow right and like six (laughs) gates on each um and uh i had on the way back i want to say i had to wait for my flight for like three hours or something like that like the plane was delayed and had a couple issues wow and so i got well acquainted with the two terminals in the green bay airport which which Um, has
1: like a news shack and a snack stand
0: yeah no you're not wrong at all there was not a single restaurant in that entire place they had a newsstand, which was the the newspaper and way overpriced you know wisconsin merchandise Mm -hmm. and then they also had like this little snack bar which was i kid you not like half the size of this room um (laughs) and uh and I think I ended up buying, like, a pre-made deli sandwich and a soda or something mm-hmm. like that. It still cost me, like, 12 bucks. Yeah. And uh, and the lady behind the counter could not stop asking me if I had tried the cheese curds yet. It's like, lady, <laughs> I'm leaving town, number one. Number two, uh, I'm from Oregon, where we have better cheese than you. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Hell oh. hath no fury.
1: Those garlic del- the garlic dill cheese curds out of Tillamook is like oh. that's, that's that's some of the best things I've ever had. Oh, so so good. good. That was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can't you can't beat the 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 Tillamook. the the, the Cheese Factory uh, maybe a little underwhelming, but it's I still like their cheese. It's so good.
0: Wow. Ah. We do have some gaming news to get to.
1: We do. Um, this one is uh, actually the one thing that I was most excited about. Um, and this, uh, you know, the the whole announcement of the new Battlefield the twenty forty two. I saw the trailer and I was like cautiously optimistic because uh, let's be honest, Battlefield five wasn't the greatest. Um. And, you know, okay, 2042 looks like they're going to be going back to where their strong suits are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: More, more modern things, which is, you know, Battlefield 3 was one of my favorite ones. And they're having, you know, back to that kind of more modern feel. But this, this this thing, which was just announced this week, this really, really got me excited. And that's uh, the Battlefield <laughs> Portal.
0: yes. I did see this announced. Yes. Um, So, yeah, this actually has me a little bit intrigued as someone who hasn't played multiplayer shooters in well over a decade. Oh, yes.
1: This got me so excited because the trailer basically had my whole history of playing Battlefield throughout the years in one trailer. Yeah. Like, all the little fun things that the users came up with, mini games that they created themselves... Uh, uh you know you know doing the jihad jeep thing and uh having servers that only had like uh paddles versus knives um, <laughs> all, all the all the fun little things that made battlefield great they're making a uh kind of a sandbox style uh game mode where the person can basically put things from all different games all different older battlefield games make their own rules balance however they want they can have world war ii versus modern if they wanted to they can do all kinds of things um they can turn off certain weapons they can turn off if you get if you hate snipers turn off snipers no one can Mm -hmm. be a sniper right no vehicles we just want all infantry but no, no problem you know, we'll make one side. Super pistols powerful. only. Yeah. Yeah. Pistols only. Or, you know, we can have one side super powerful, but there's only like five of them. And then the, everybody else gets weak weapons, but there's like 25 of them. You know, you can do whatever you want. And that got me super excited because basically you can play, even if you get tired of the main game, you can go into this area and find all kinds of just fun stuff and all the good stuff will bubble up to the top. mhm now, they're not doing every single Battlefield game, so you're not going to find stuff from Battlefield Vietnam. You're not going to find stuff from
0: mm-hmm.
1: my favorite, 2142.
0: 2142 was great. Oh, God, I still love
1: 2142. <laughs> I, still, I still miss it from time to time.
0: Yes, but the majority but, of the Battlefields are there. So Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, 2142. No, um, no, they're,
1: they're going to be, uh, I think it's Battlefield 1942, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, which was okay. a lot of people's favorite. And a Battlefield Three. Okay. I don't know if they're going to add more later. They they might. Uh, I, I, if they find this to be a big uh, money maker for them, I wouldn't put it past EA for them right. to start, you know, monetizing. They usually
0: it. find a way to squeeze juice out of rocks. They they so. do.
1: They do. Um, that's EA being EA personally. But yep. this concept for Battlefield, uh, I'm I'm real excited about it. Because I've I've had that's like some of the most funds I had was was going on the servers where it's like okay you know melee only or you know pistols only or stuff like that, but it was always uh, a server rule. It was never enforced by anybody. It was just like if right. you didn't abide by the rules, people would just kick you. Right. Right. This is this is something that the uh, users can actually enforce right. through the software. So I I am. Um, I mean, I don't I don't want to be like, I've never been like a day one buyer, but this might actually. Are,
0: are you going <laughs> to?
1: I might buy this day one because of it. I, I usually wait Steven. a couple months. I know. I know. I'm shocked myself. <laughs> I,
0: I don't think you've ever paid more than $40 for a game. <laughs> no, I know.
1: I mean, honestly, you've seen my Steam collection. If I uh-huh. paid more than forty dollars for that game, I, I'd be, you've also I'd be never bored.
0: bought one within six months of release. No, <laughs> no I there's know. that.
1: Too. <laughs> I mean, a few, a few, but not that many. Yeah. Not that many. Mm.
0: Skyrim, Borderlands two, end of list.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically it. No, I think I think Skyrim I got like first day. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I got Skyrim it was one of my early ones. Yeah. Actually, my most shameful day one purchase, shameful, very shameful, mm-hmm. was uh, was the the Last Duke Nukem. Oh, that was, that was, that was really,
0: I, I had no man's sky. That, that's well, but, my, that's but, my laugh. It's turned into a great game. It, it's
1: redeemed itself.
0: But least, for two you know? years, it was yeah. my most regretted purchase. Like I spent yeah. $60 and, and here's the deal Uh, with steam. You get a two, you, you get a, uh, what was it? Two hour return window. Right. And so you can play the game for up to two hours. And if you don't like it, you can, re- you can return mm-hmm. it for as big of the scope as no man's sky was yeah i was into it 13 hours before i realized i'd been duped yeah and so i still reached out and went this is not the game that 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 said it was because i kind of took my time on the first planet going you know let's explore the fauna let's let's collect some resources let's really build our ship up before we try to go into orbit I went into orbit and found it, went to like another moon or something like that. Cause that's all the resources I had to get. And I landed on that and it's like, this is the same damn thing.
1: This is nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is nothing like what they said. I've seen this before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, so one of the jokes in my old office was the, uh, the jurassic park on the accordion playing with uh with no man's sky oh
2: yes <laughs> <Where> <laughs> <was> <laughs>
0: <it>? <laughs> yeah that that, that whole thing god that's so good um, that whenever the there ones. was something that would go wrong uh one of my co-workers <laughs> would turn on that video <laughs> always gets a laugh
1: yeah <laughs> expected expected result and actual result Yeah, uh, two different things yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, what what was promised? Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I hope
1: this battlefield is not like that. Uh I am I am optimistic about it. I was not super thrilled with five. Um mm-hmm. I think it's probably the least battlefield I've played. And I and I I even played the the what was the what was the cops and robbers one that they had?
0: It's a bad company. What was that?
1: No, no. no they had there no, was no, a no. battlefield that was like it was it was like it was a like cops and robbers, basically. It wasn't like military. It was it was uh, police and criminals. I can't remember the name, but it wasn't. I, I don't think remember. it was. I don't think it was done by dice. It was a it was a EA subsidiary, but even that one I played more than five. <laughs> Which it's like that was a blip. It was like it was not a very big <laughs> yeah. yeah hardline. There it was thank you. So okay, was, hardline.
0: But, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Battlefield That's
1: hardline. Right.
0: Yeah, I forgot that was Battlefield because that yeah. was that was a it little was so, different.
1: It was so unBattlefield. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh
0: did have a couple commenters or chatters. uh Guffy, uh love from India, sir. Thank you. That's awesome that you're watching in India. Uh, And then we got another one later on. Uh, Where was that one at? Uh, Master Bob says, hi there, Jeff. One of your fans from Malaysia.
1: Malaysia, wow.
0: Hello. All the way over there. I love seeing countries that I have not seen before. Um, I got a Turkmenistan the other day.
2: Really?
1: Right. (laughs) Wow. You're going to have to get some like Azerbaijans in your your collection. Yeah, (laughs) Azerbaijani. Then you know you've made it right then you know you've made it
0: <laughs> uh i skipped that gta episode just so everyone knows which one did you have to play the the gta 5 azerbaijani mission no that was the torture mission with with uh with what's his name with uh crazy dude trevor
1: oh yeah no i played every single mission
0: yeah, yeah i do yeah yeah where it's like, describe him. Uh, he has, he's left-handed. And you like pull the trigger and cap this one, dude. And it's like, was that him? I don't know, but we hit someone. Cool. Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, David asks, Jeff, any thoughts on it certs? Have a few in going for Cisco CCNP. Cisco CCNP is a great certification to have. Um, that's the network protocol certification. Um, What I will say is Cisco, and this is no offense to them because the motto goes that no one's ever been fired for buying Cisco. Um, But Cisco likes to use their own nomenclature for standard network terms and kind of claim them as their own. Mm. And so you will try to translate your skills into other architectures and run into a brick wall because trunk port on cisco doesn't mean the same thing as trunk port on every other switch that you will deal with um and so while it is a great great certification to have and if you get brought in by a cisco house or you know networking msp that happens to deal with a lot of cisco clients you'll be right at home um but uh from a networking standpoint, yeah, C- CCNP is better than CCNA. Fully agree, Skull. Um, yeah. Uh, Cisco likes to use their own terminology for a lot of standardized things yeah. uh, that no one else uses. They just want to so be special. They, they want to be special, and they want to keep mm. everything in-house. Yeah. And they do a great job with that. And like I said, no one's ever been fired for buying Cisco. And so you're going to find work. Um, but uh, make sure that while you're learning the Cisco nomenclature, you also learn the Open Standard nomenclature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so when you, you hear it. trunk port, you think gateway. <laughs> you when need a you cross think,
1: reference there. There, you got right. to yeah. cross right.
0: reference. <laughs> Novella Hub says hi from Shakopee. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you uh David watch some of network Chuck and David Bumble if you uh haven't stumbled upon them yet on YouTube. yeah network Chuck is a fantastic resource uh for a lot of of that that kind of higher end stuff um myself i'm I'm decent with networking uh when you get to layer three I start my eyes start to gloss over so and it's not that I have no interest it's just that I have too many other things in my head. I can't fit layer three networking.
1: So. You, just, you can't get that network lasagna. Nope. It's just nope. two layers. You can't get yep. the three layer lasagna. Yep. I, I, get, to... I
0: get physical and logical. And once you get beyond that, f- yeah. I'm
1: done. <laughs> <laughs> right. is, that, is that something that Cisco uses as a terminology? Network lasagna?
0: Network lasagna. That
1: would be You great. know, they
0: probably don't unless someone else did. And then they use it in a different way.
1: I think they're, uh, they're going to listen to this. They're going to use yeah. that. Network, network lasagna they is totally great. Will. That's yep. a good one. Oh, getting there. Getting Almost there. towards the bottom. Really good.
0: Might Man, have to open must... another one. It's only I, know, I was just going to say,
1: yeah. We're... <laughs> I, I,
0: I had one in mind that I was going to crack open for the after show. I might uh, crack it open 20 minutes early. So. Yeah, there you We'll go. see. We'll see. Uh, we do have some phenomenal news to get to. Oh, yes. Yes. This is late-breaking news as of like six hours ago. Uh, so... Uh, for those who are familiar with classic internet trolling with uh, what's another way we can say this, Steve? I'm trying to give it away without uh, giving it away. Uh, this, this has been, it away. Give it away, give it away now.
1: This has been a thing for, I want to say, almost 10 years, maybe more.
0: Probably more like 15, yeah.
1: Yeah, That, it, that it's it's. it been a permeate, permanent thing within the internet culture. Yes. If you don't know what it is.
0: Uh, Uh, so, so what I will say is it used to be Ascii Goatsey, and do not, do not Google that if you haven't. And what took it over. Just just, just Goatsy in general. (laughs) Was something so much more wholesome. Mm -hmm. And that was the Rickroll. So we went from Ascii Goatsy and then we had like five years of just like random crap. And then somewhere around 2005, 2006, it became the Rickroll. It became the never going to give you. uh, It became that. Uh, Well, the YouTube video, Never Gonna Give You Up, by Rick Astley, hit 1 billion views today. 1 billion. 1 billion with a B. Now, do you
1: think Rick Astley gets any of that? Does he get any income for that?
0: That is his own personal channel, so oh, yes. Oh, so yeah,
1: he gets like a ton yes. of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that dude. That dude for that song probably never had to work a day in his life, based oh, on yeah. existing record deals, and then he posted yeah. the music video to YouTube, and holy crap! Oh yeah. I know what you make for a two point four million of uh, view hit. Right. That's been very good to me. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. multiply that by about a hundred.
1: Yes. <laughs> Billion, man. Sorry, by a thousand. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. I mean that guy, because Rick Rick Astley was was very popular in in the eighties. I think it was mm-hmm. maybe early nineties. I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of waned off. Didn't really produce too much, but then then the the meme took off.
0: Right. And and he doesn't. He doesn't have to work a day in his life. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Um. Like he. There was a, a couple years ago. Uh. He actually went on stage kind of unannounced uh mm-hmm. with uh who uh gosh drawing a blank Dave Grohl hit me
1: come on oh yeah uh, Dave Grohl is um good sound, lord sound soundguard sound that's hunger um I see smells like uh, Team Spirit. Come on, no, Nirvana. No, it smells like Team. Yeah, Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, no. He walked on stage unannounced and did one of Dave Grohl's songs, and then they did "Never Gonna Give You Up" in the style of Nirvana, grunge. Grunge, like grunge, like grunge, grunge rock, never, grunge early grunge nineties rock, and oh god, it was good. Um, <laughs> Foo Fighters. Thank Foo you.
1: Foo Fighters. Yes, that's Foo Fighters.
0: Matters. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I'm ashamed that I drew a blank on that. Okay. <laughs> Um but uh the yeah. check, all
1: storms will do that to you. It, check it out his
0: cover of Foo Fighters. Yeah, no he did uh he did a phenomenal was it everlong that he did on his YouTube channel? Uh Rick Rick Astley did. Uh I I want to say Rick Astley did everlong on his YouTube channel. Um and then uh he actually went on stage with Foo Fighters and did Never Gonna Give You Up. And yes. They're both amazing. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. No, I remember when when the whole uh, Rick Astley uh, Rick Roll came about. I had just went on a cruise with uh, you know a cruise vacation, like a week long vacation in the in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and uh, me and my friend. That would be like the song we would always request. <laughs> yeah. For <We're> like, <laughs> hey, play this song. Play this song. <laughs> Because it was like it was the funniest thing at the time. It was the funniest thing. I mean, now it's just yeah. drawn on and drawn on. It's like it's it's come full circle to where it's like. So old that it's funny. Like, yes, it, it, it stopped being funny for a while, but then it kept going. And then now it's still funny. It's reached that loop. It's yeah, come back around.
0: Yeah, there, there's uh, gosh. What was the old XKCD comic? There was uh, uh Great movies, bad movies, movies so bad they're good, Star Wars Holiday Special. (laughs) Now, one of my favorite
1: things to watch, actually, is the riff tracks of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes. Because it it makes it tolerable and actually makes it funny. (laughs) But if you tried to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special just by itself... Uh, I pity you, and uh, I, I, <laughs> I, wish, I wish you wish For those would... who
0: have never seen the Star Wars Holiday Special, keep in mind that they had a 12-minute long Wookiee-only scene with no subtitles. <laughs> 12 minutes of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That.
1: So a small bit of trivia for the people who have not seen... The Star Wars holiday special. Chewbacca has a family. Yes, he and does. And he has a son. And his son's name is Does anybody know? Anybody know? Chewbacca's son, his name is Lumpy. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so bad it's not even on Disney Plus. Yeah, right. No, no. If anyone was going to market the ever loving crap out of something, it would be Disney. And even Disney went, no, nah, we're good. We don't need to show that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy. Lumpy. Do you remember Chewbacca his wife's name? and Lumpy. I don't Do- remember his wife's name. <laughs>
1: it's Mala. 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 She's from Walla Walla.
0: Walla Walla Mala. <laughs> He's from Walla Walla. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Later went on and birthed a cub named Nala. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was, it was a huge travesty. But yes, if you can find the Rift tracks version of it, I highly recommend that because you'll laugh your ass off. But the actual one by itself, no. No.
0: Don't do that, that. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't
1: do that to yourself. There's no amount of weed in the world that's going to make it good.
0: <laughs> right, there. There's the XKCD graph. Yeah, exactly. Movies so bad they're good. Yeah. Star Wars holiday special. Oh just, yeah, I, I love.
1: I've watched the room by itself several mm-hmm. times, and it's yep. it's great.
0: Uh, the Family Guy Star Wars specials are better. Yes, they yes, were. They the are. first one is especially amazing. Yeah. The second two, eh, I, I liked. I liked the robot chicken Star Wars specials too. Those were very good. Though they were great. Yeah. But what is that like 15 minutes of guys playing with action figures? I mean,
1: yeah, basically, but they had, I think. Oh, so you have
0: seen the show. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Sorry, I was referencing the last scene in the, uh, the blue harvest. (laughs) Oh yeah. Where you have Seth MacFarlane and Seth Green. Oh, and they're, they're talking about about robot Robot chicken Chicken and family guy. Yep. Yep. I have seen it. I am not a fan. (laughs)
1: Yes, there is a Walla Walla in Washington. Don't States. be a dick, that's, Dad. <laughs> that's the joke, yes.
0: Yep, there is a Walla Walla Washington. Yep, there's a Walla You're Walla. You're usually Washington. in the news for the wrong things too. I'll yeah. just let you know. Yeah. If you make national news, it's not it's not yeah. good.
1: That's that's where I think a good majority of the that's where the Walla Walla sweet onions come from.
0: Walla Walla. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep one more bit of news to get to and that is uh did anyone see the final episode of mandalorian by the way minor spoilers i'm sure a lot of people have thread um i actually haven't made it there yet but but i I, haven't watched it really i haven't made it all the way through but you know Um, about it then yeah i'm three quarters the way through season one i have two kids with a third on the way it's it's what it is Mm -hmm. um it took me like four years later to finish breaking bad like give me a break oh god
1: um, breaking bad's awesome
0: oh god yeah mm-hmm. but i didn't uh <laughs> I've, I've said this before on the channel um i knew the day I, I was i had started breaking bad when when the breaking bad finale happened mm-hmm. and i remember on the day i didn't get on reddit i didn't get on twitter yeah. i'm like i'm avoiding spoilers at all costs because i do not want to know how this story ends. Yes. And I was like in season two when they were in season five. It's, yeah. it's like, I don't want to know. Um, and so I made it the entire, the entire workday, entire morning, everything else. Um, and uh went, I avoided the spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to sports talk radio on the way home. Yeah.
1: And they talked about it there.
0: <laughs> I turned on my car, hit the button for the sports talk station. And, and the first thing I hear is I told you he was going to die. <laughs> it's like uh you well, mother... no that was
1: Breaking Bad was it, it it permeated a lot of levels of culture, including sports. Like it yes. was like a lot of people yeah. loved that show, and it was a yeah. great show.
0: And of course, our, our local sports commentators loved to spoil TV shows yeah. for everyone yeah. on the drive home, yeah. uh, and and so they would always talk about whatever happened on whatever the day after it happened, and uh, and and so like the day the day after, I'm like avoiding mm-hmm. every spoiler possible. Like I I, I don't want to know. I'm not on Reddit. I'm not on Twitter. Well, I've I've not even gotten on Google today. And I work in IT for a living. Because I don't want to see a Breaking Bad spoiler, and I'm like, finally, I'm in the safety of my car. I'm going to listen to like sports radio in the middle of of July or something crap like that. And uh, and I turned the car on, and it went. Pfft, I told you he was going to die. <laughs> just, you just know. I just knew. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's like that's like when uh, what was it? Uh, was Isaac it, was it... and
0: Souk, 1080 the fan.
1: Thank yeah. you, Souk. Or, or was it oh, Order of the Phoenix or what? When 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 I mean this is this is spoilers going way back the whole Snape kills Dumbledore thing mm-hmm. that was like shouted out people were like yelling it mm-hmm. driving by and yell because people were lining up at bookstores yeah and they and they were just screaming it as they would drive Snape by kill just, Snape kill yeah. Dumbledore Snape killed Dumbledore and people <were> like
0: what <laughs> um gosh what was the uh, the insult comic dog on Conan. Oh,
1: Triumph Triumph thing. Triumph there yeah, we go. Thing, yeah.
0: Uh yeah, he uh I remember him going to the Star Wars episode one premiere.
1: That was one of his best bits. <laughs> that was one of the Honestly, best bits yes, of all time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was I think I watched I can't remember how many times I watched that bit. That was that was really it good. It was so good. It was one Sh- of his showed best showed up bits. with a
0: Spock impersonator yeah. who just flipped off all the Star yeah. Wars guys. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> does your or mother the, know you are never going to have children
1: he was like oh do you guys want spoilers you want spoilers like yeah he's like who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's basically what it was
0: yeah yep party and talking heads discord chat right now uh, uh is that there will going
1: be on? yeah oh we got we got some we got some chips action going on over here and...
0: Ooh, someone broke out of bourbon county
1: Oh, oh nice. skull! Scalded, skull did, huh? Skull
0: is looking to doubling down with a 2019 oh. Brown label. All
1: right,
0: skull, uh, you go, my friend.
1: I know I'm cracking this open early, but I I want to keep this thing going, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have my colch right now.
0: <laughs> Opening the colch, yeah. I'm, um, I'm, my I'm, in the kolsch. I'm gonna wait 12 minutes, and I might open something special in the after All right. party. here we go. All right. So uh, Reverend just posted the link to the after party. If you like the content you see on this channel, want to help support me in what I do, consider joining the Patreon or Float Plane. Links are in the video description or in the chat right yep. now. Uh, every dollar you spend really does help me keep the lights on around here. And as a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to my Discord server where you can chat with <laughs> myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and the awesome community that is ever-growing and always talking over there. Mm-hmm. And I will say... um, While I do strive to read every single YouTube comment and often succeed, um, there is too much chat for me to catch up with what I miss overnight. And that's just from the Australians. Uh, They're chatty people. They're chatty people. They're an amazing community. Uh, and, And I'll just go on record in saying this in that the Patreon alone pays for room and board it it pays for me to live. Uh everything else goes back into business, goes back into in, improving and expanding um the business. But yeah. but Patreon has allowed me to go full time. And uh and and if it wasn't for Patreon, I'd still be working my old job and absolutely hating it. Uh so sincerely sincerely thank you all who have joined the Patreon and if you're thinking about it, please please think about it some more yeah. and then, and then actually take the dive because it's an awesome place to be.
1: I remember being really young and thinking like, you know, you'd be driving down the highway or the freeway and you'd come into a new town and you'd say population, da, 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 which is like, you know, yeah. a couple thousand. And then you go through and you're like, you start adding that up. And then you think, what would it be like if I just got a dollar from each of those people, just a dollar, right? right? Like I'd be rich. Yeah. That's what that's what Patreon is. It's
0: like I, yeah. I just get I just just get a dollar from everybody. Just guys. get a dollar just from everybody. It's fine. Just get a dollar from and, everybody. And the 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 Patreon slash float plane. Um and I will say if you're considering one or the other and you don't know which I, I do get slightly more money from Patreon if I'm being biased, like like yeah. Floatplane is great and, and I, I love Floatplane and I love what they're doing over there, and it does give me a second outlet for for content and a second place to host my videos, and you get everything ad-free over on the Floatplane, that is one of the perks of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but legitimately, I, I do make tenfold what I do from Patreon than what I, what I do from Floatplane well
1: it Um, takes a lot of money to keep planes afloat so
0: it does it It, it really does um but like i said uh patreon is what truly keeps the lights on around here and uh and and helps things keep progressing like they are so thank you all for joining thank you all for thinking about it uh thank you all for super chatting uh that's also awesome but uh yeah, if you if you haven't thought about it, and if you want to chat with me directly, uh, seriously consider joining the the Patreon or Float Minimum of a dollar a month. You can ask me questions all the day long, and I will answer them. Yes, I'm looking at you, like random business inquiry <laughs> emailers and yes, Twitter DMers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we have we have to circle back
0: and actually talk about the article. We do. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, that's right we didn't talk about the article <laughs> yeah. uh so speaking of star wars
1: yeah speaking of star wars go back <laughs>
0: um so uh for those who haven't seen the mandalorian end of season two there is a minor spoiler which i think we've given you five minutes now so we're yeah. on it uh where luke skywalker shows up mm-hmm. and it's not Old, Luke, decrepit, fighting, blah, 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 Luke Skywalker.
1: It's it's Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker. It is
0: just after Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, forming the Jedi Academy, Luke Skywalker. Not quite so old, but also has been in a motorcycle accident, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That guy. We that all guy. know him. Yeah. Uh, doing flips on Dagobah, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, so here he is, in all his glory. Well... There was a slight problem with Luke Skywalker appearing on The Mandalorian, and that's like he looked like hot garbage.
1: Yeah, he was not great. It was he not, was not great... great.
0: So it was Mark Hamill doing the voice, but it was a it was a body double doing the acting, and the interpolation of Mark Hamill's face onto the actor's body. We'll just say it wasn't good.
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen better. Uh, I was gonna say it. It. it, it, it was... I've seen
0: better from Corridor Crew. Yeah, not going to lie. In fact, Corridor Crew redid this scene and did a much better job than Disney Mm -hmm. did. Um, But uh, there was a particular uh, video that was done by a YouTuber by the name of Shamuk, uh, who did a deep fake of younger Mark Hamill over the Mark Hamill stand-in that they had for The Mandalorian. Yeah, he just did it. For a lark, for, he went. For his, I'll no. do it for fun because I think I can do better. Yeah. And one of the main problems was it was like they had light from over here in the scene, so the shadows are kind of ca- being cast this way. Yeah. But his face had shadows being cast this way. Yeah. And and it's like nothing made sense and yeah. visually something was just
1: wrong. It, it was that it was that uncanny valley thing yes. where it looked okay. It's a human, right? But it's just. I it, see
0: Mark Hamill, but yeah, that's it, it looks, Mark it looks not
1: Mark Hamill. It's like right. somebody wearing a Mark Hamill skin type of thing. It just didn't jive <laughs> with like other, like, like an
0: like an Edgar face.
1: Yeah, like an Edgar face,
0: <laughs> like an Edgar skin, like a yeah. Edgar costume.
1: Yeah. yeah, so it didn't it didn't quite get. You're
0: going to go into the city. You're going to buy yourself some nice dresses. You, in fact, you dumped his ass.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, something just wasn't quite right. Yeah. Uh so a random YouTuber named Shamuk, uh as well as a number of other uh, outlets uh in particular uh Quarter Crew comes to mind. Yeah. Uh redid the deep fake of Mark Hamill over not Mark Hamill and made it look way better than Disney did. Way better. Did. Yeah. yeah. Uh well Shamuk has now been hired by Disney uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. as a
0: VFX artist. Right.
1: So yeah, they, so that so that 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 useless project that you think it can get you a job, right? It could get you a prestigious job, yeah. If you got the skills and the talent and the time,
0: right? Uh, yeah. So so those of you slaving away and and doing you know these side projects and and things just for fun. I know a number of programmers and engineers and uh, developers and VFX oh. artists. They always just tinker for fun until they find their break and right. get the right interview. Um, this is proof that doing those projects can lead to the right interview. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, they, he posted this, they interviewed him almost immediately and he's been working there for the last two months. Yeah. Um, so awesome. Awesome story. Number one, kudos to Disney for recognizing, you know what? We didn't do the best job. Let's figure out how we can do better. Mm -hmm. And then going out and hiring talent because that is always the hallmark of a good studio of a good organization of a good management structure going, you know what they did better than we did. And that's not acceptable. Yeah. We need to do better.
1: Yeah. I know somebody in chat as call said that, yeah, Shamuk's day job is VFX. But the thing is, is when you are going through Disney, which is also going through LucasArts, There's a notion of like, hey, look, we're a big corporation. We are supposed to be the industry standard is supposed to look great. Then you have
0: Lucasfilm is the standard for visual effects. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows that, but they literally developed the art.
1: Right. And so when you see some single YouTuber who's just like, yeah, I do VFX, but I think I could do it better just by myself instead of like a whole team. Right. That's impressive. It gets their attention. Yes. I mean, there's just like several programmers who just. You know, they used to do programming as a day job and then they made a mod for a game and then all of a sudden they get hired on by Valve. Right. That stuff happens. Um, So, you know, side projects, even though it may be a side project to your current job, it could bring you someplace higher. It could get you
0: more prestige. You don't know. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, we got about five minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, you have anything good of the order? Uh, I'm out of beer, which uh, is beer.
1: I actually, I actually have to say, this blood orange. Kulsh, it has your thirteen. Yes, uh, it's thirteen uh, blood orange Kolsch by mm-hmm. uh, Crystal, Crystal Springs. Springs. Crystal yeah. Springs. It is actually really good. I'm not. I'm not. I've never been overly impressed by
0: colches. You, just me, just like I, I really like kolsches but yeah. but they're they're kind of in that for me that same category of like pilsner and lager of why yeah. would I spend 9 dollars on a craft kolsch Yeah. It's it's eh.
1: Yeah, and this, <laughs> this like that's yeah, you're right. <clears throat> yeah. I uh, if I want a kolsch it's I want a kolsch because it's easy drinking, it's going to be light, it's going to be kind of like a little more maltier than a lager, but that's that's why I grab it.
0: Right, right.
1: Um This one is very good. It's got some nice fruity orange flavors to it, like a candied orange um, with some really great malt notes to it. It's a good blend. I'm kind of really digging it
0: uh novella hub says craft computing can you answer my super chat and in novella hub super chat he gives five dollars thank you novella hub i don't know how we missed that yeah uh can you explain a barley wine style of beer another person asked it earlier in chat uh yes uh steve would probably be the more poignant point of authority on this
1: so a barley wine is basically a um high gravity malt profile um You take a a grain bill, um, and it usually has a mix of uh, two-row, which is the base, and um, crystal malts. and You can have a bunch of different malts, but you want a big, high uh, gravity. Hmm. So when you have a high gravity, you will create a high ABV. And typically for a barley wine, you won't add a lot of hops to it. So think of like a craft malt liquor (laughs) that's basically what you're doing right well malt liquor is usually a fortified beer uh but a barley wine is like a high abv um malted beer um where it's it's a it's like a craft malted beer with usually 10 to 14 percent is usually
0: what it yeah it's it's a it's a high ABV dark malted lager, I guess is yeah, kind of, I think kind of what, kind what, of what you're go. saying. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, like lagers will have just like either one or two malts usually light. Right. But a barley wine will usually have a wide range of, uh, grains two yes. row being the base, but they'll can put some, some uh, roasted malts in there. They can put some like rye in there. I've seen some rye mm-hmm. um, barley wines. Um, and there's also a category called wheat wine, which is yes. very similar to a barley wine, but they put majority wheat in there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, th-
0: those are more the German style high ABV. Right. Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, it's so they, they call it a barley wine because it's what it is. It's like a beer that's at the ABV of like a wine is. Mm-hmm. So they call it barley wine because most beers are made from barley. But it's not malt liquor (laughs) no (laughs) No. No. it's not malt liquor it's a barley wine yes it's a it's a it's yeah and and i find them to be very very malty very sweet um a lot of complex flavors to them they're very delicious if you can find them it's not a widely made style because i think the amount of malt that it takes to create them is kind of expensive so
0: yes yeah no that that's definitely for sure um if, if you look at, I mean, we, we've seen this and we've complained uh, the same thing about craft loggers, craft pilsners, the, the, the beers with lighter grain bills that are still like $12 for a four pack kind of yeah. thing.
2: yeah
0: um, Why would I buy a four pack of craft loggers at 4.8% when I can get a four pack of double IPAs at 9.2 with a much more complex grain bill? Right. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what it is. Whereas a lager, you're going to get maybe a good flavor, but a very um, base flavor, just base, base, non-complex, single hop, double hop, yep. single malt yep. uh, kind, kind of flavor to it. And while it's good, would you rather have that or would you rather have this complex, citrusy, malty right you know kind of kind of blend and and that's where you get into trouble with craft beers this is like i'm not saying i don't like craft pilsners or don't like craft yeah. lagers i totally do but i'm not gonna buy them because the craft ipa is the same freaking price for right. twice the flavor
1: yeah and, and not only that is like i don't think there's as much wiggle room when it comes to flavor when it comes to like pilsners and stuff like that because Correct. they are so basic yeah but when it comes to IPAs, you have a wide variety of malts. You can use a wide variety of hops, and it's still within the IPA category. Right. And, and actually, if you guys watch um, the, the video that me and Hops and Brews did, we did two different barley wines. Both were delicious, but both had very distinct different flavors. Uh, the, the Fremont one that John really liked was uh, sweeter and maltier. But the Mother of All Storms, which I liked, had more complex fruit flavors, mm-hmm. and and it was a little more, not as sweet. So they were both still considered barley wines, but yeah. they both appealed to different different f- tastes that you want.
0: Yeah, they, they went two completely different directions. with you.
1: Yeah, but they're still yeah. both considered barley wines. So even within the same type of beer, you can have wild different flavors. Yeah.
0: So yeah, th- think of it as a ultra boozy craft lager but but the grain bill can be much more complex very complex it's it's a weird way of putting it um because usually when you think more complex you're like oh we're adding more hops or we're adding more malt or we're adding this can be like anything goes but it's still following the traditional specs of what a lager is or what an ale is or something like that so
1: yeah, I think, I think people – a lot of the, the craft places that produce a pilsner or a lager or something like that, mm-hmm. they do it because there's a lot of people out there that that's what they like and yes. because they like you know, Budweiser. And so they'll produce that so they can capture part of that market. Yeah. But there isn't that much wiggle room. I, I think – because I've had a lot of craft lagers, and I do think they taste better than the domestics, but not by much. I mean they're still essentially the same. They kind of got that crisp, sweet, almost effervescent malty flavor to it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're kind of a little bit of a corn note to it, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. barley wine. I mean, if, if, if you can find some, I highly yeah. recommend it.
0: It's and if you can more, get Mother of All Storms, which you is a barrel-aged Thompson's Barley Wine? Very
1: good. Um, I I it's one of my favorite uh styles of beer is barley wine, just because mm-hmm. of the wide flavors that it, it produces. And every single one of them is unique. And I can always pick out something that I like. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think there's there's very few barley wines that I've had that uh I didn't enjoy at one aspect or the other. I actually have. Uh, great, so great notion, you know, great notion, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. So great notion, yeah, is one of the one of the biggest and best uh, up and coming breweries here in in Oregon. They okay. recently put out a barley wine, and I picked that one up, and I am anxiously did waiting I to Why I not know that. that? I don't know. They, I think you can pick it up at Craftworks uh, over there in Salem. They might have a can or two.
0: Okay.
1: I would get it if you can. <laughs> this great notion is amazing.
0: Yes.
2: And
1: I am I am completely looking forward to this barley wine that they put out because um, i I want to see what they do with the barley wines. They've yep. done plenty of pastry stouts, they've done plenty of jammy sours and they've uh, done great hazy double IPAs, IPAs.
0: and hazy great, IPAs. Yeah, all those all yep.
1: those and they do a great job at all of those. This is the first time I've ever had they're, one of their Bali they're ones. double
0: stack pastry stout. Oh my God. Yeah, so good. The, the pancake stout.
1: Yep, <sighs> it tastes like pancakes, too. It, does. it almost
0: tastes like pancakes down to the batter. I know. It's like It can almost
1: taste like pancake batter when you, you drink it. It's chew so it. crazy. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only way a lot of people can get Great Notion is through Tavor because they are local for now. Yes. But the, the amount of clout that they're getting. I'm going to guess that they're probably going to be going national pretty soon. And I hope that the quality does not go down at yeah. that point, but
0: yeah. Uh, great notion is one of those weird breweries. And there's probably about a dozen of them at any point uh, around the country that if you have a beer from X brewery, you mm-hmm. can trade for any beer that you want straight yeah. across. Yeah. And uh, great notion has been that way for about five years now. Yes. They uh, have been. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to get a couple of those barley wines.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, if you can find it. I mean, I, I, I grabbed it about three weeks ago. so uh, I, I know I,
0: two places that it probably is. So I, yeah. I think I'm going to swing into yeah. those two places. and.
1: Yeah, craft Craftworks in Salem might have it. Barrel, Craftworks, Barrel
0: and Keg, cap, have uh, Capital Market. Yeah, they might have yep. it too. Yep. There's
1: a few places in Salem that, that carry Great Notion.
0: Yep. All righty. All righty. It is almost 10 past the hour. I think that's... That's a show, I think that's a show. That's gonna be a show. This has been episode 194 here on Talking Heads. You can catch us every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time right here on YouTube for the latest in beer and tech news. Make sure to like this video if you liked it. Subscribe to Craft Computing if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to Hops and Brews if you want to see myself or Steve or John uh, in some more beer content. If you like the beer content on this channel uh steve any good of the order uh no i'm good cool <laughs> thank you all so much for watching this has been a fantastic show mm-hmm. uh oh john jay spotted a great notion near him the other day and in fact he picked it up uh is that the blueberry pan or cherry pancakes one jammy pants oh the, the, you got the, the jam, the jammy, oh, sour. jammy
1: jammy pants is good jammy too. Pants. that's a yes. series yeah, yeah that's a, a cherry that's jammy a, sour that's a jammy sour jammy sours are very good yep i i'm i'm still kind of on the fence at calling jammy sours a beer but they they fit the bill steve okay they they do i'm getting a little sick of them i went over <laughs> to john's the other day yeah
0: but four years ago we were getting sick i
1: know so so i went over there and john's like oh you want to crack up a beer it's like yeah yeah let's crack up a beer and i'm like not a jammy sour please not um, (laughs) no (laughs) it's like it's like really it's like i got so many of them it's like oh come on i'm I'm, I'm sick of this i like them every once in a while but man they're so thick and it's like I,
0: i have one that's literally a pint of blueberry pie
1: i know they're i mean they're delicious like it's they fantastic
0: but four ounces at a time it's the same way exactly. i feel about hazies like yeah. like it's i will take a sampler bit... of this any day yeah yeah but good god i do not need 16 ounces at a time
1: you had no problem polishing off that whole bottle of mother all storms no problem I, I, I just
0: want it for the record
1: it's it's a 14 percent beer but it's so complex and delicious you have no problem polishing off that whole bottle Mm-mm yeah a jammy sour would you be able to do 22 ounce of jammy sours without like getting sick at the end no no exactly now
0: now i couldn't drive right now right. No, this is a good
1: thing you're home yeah yeah <laughs>
0: but, but yeah no I, I had no problem at all polishing that off on my own and in fact yeah. it developed into this way more malt forward beverage yeah. toward the end of it love it oh, that was delicious
2: yeah
0: uh we did have one more super chat sorry if i didn't get to it uh uh Pankaj? uh kumar i'm not sure what denomination that is but 40 of your local currency i do appreciate that um and just a fist bump i will take hey, just there a we fist go we'll bump. Take a fist bump. and there on that go. fist bump thank you so much for watching episode 194 of talking heads join us every wednesday night at 8 p.m pacific time for the latest in beer and tech news and as always we will see you next week see you guys cheers everyone
2: God. Okay.